0: To speak up! I'm wearing a towel. Oh, smash! Shh,
1: get started. Welcome to Pass the Remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me, as always, are my lovely co-hosts, Tena Harcineto. Hello. And Nick Owen. Hello. We've uh, had a, a bit of a rest, a bit of a break uh, since Christmas. I mean, I don't technically have had a few episodes out this year already. But uh, Tina, away, Tina and I were away for a couple of weeks. Then Nick took a couple of weeks off, and now we're back and rested and ready to go. Ready to go. You two are looking very well rested. Feeling very well rested. I mean, I've been back at work for a week and a half now, and I still feel rested. So oh, that's good. You're uh, you're looking a bit stressed out. You've got some stuff coming up to. Oh focus on. yeah, just
0: in the middle of exams, so pulling my hair out a bit. Well, it looks fine to me, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks. But, uh, yeah, So that's why I've been unavailable the last few weeks So
1: That's okay, we uh, we were almost going to do an episode And kind of recap our American adventure But we couldn't find the time So we might talk about it on another episode Because this one is going to be jam-packed mm. We should also talk about the fact that we um, We missed an anniversary uh, this year The 8th of January was the first uh, Ever That's what she said, show Was it really? So it was, like was the it? first wow. episode we all aired on together wow. there you go. So we're that going to end cool. the year couldn't even last a year with one today. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's that. I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, also, just a little bit of housekeeping we now have an email address um, because we're setting up these separate streams. Get ready for it. You're going to be so disappointed. It's uh, past the remote pod at hotmail.com. At hotmail.
2: Hotmail.
1: Apparently, hotmail isn't isn't cool or in the
0: vernacular oh, anymore well, I thought so what happened to it <laughs>
2: might as well get a Yahoo account James
0: oh. was uh, was Gmail busy <laughs> <laughs> it gave me the opportunity but I use Hotmail every
1: day so I was like alright Hotmail's fine uh, yeah, so you can email there. us there or obviously hit us up on our mm-hmm. Twitter's and Instagram's as per usual. send the email to 2005 send in <laughs> the email um, so being that it's Valentine's Day week guys even though technically Valentine's has passed this is kind of our Romantic episode. <laughs> um, before we get into like uh, reviews, we can talk about a couple of things. Uh, did you watch series of unfortunate? <laughs> did you watch series of unfortunate events? No, no never yeah. watched it yet. No, we like knocked it out like all eight episodes yeah. before we flew out for oh, American really, yeah. stuff. It was
2: good. It was um, we good. can't
1: say too much if you haven't seen it. So, um, oh, sorry about that. Has that really killed you? No, 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 no. I just don't want to spoil it for you because if you're planning on watching it, like you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I, I was,
0: but. It's not high on my list, but maybe should it be? Uh,
2: yeah, maybe at like number two or
0: three. Yeah, well, on what else is on? Yeah, list, it's so
1: basically. subjective, basically. isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I really enjoyed it, but like I will say this, like because I was a huge fan of the movie as well. Um, and I feel like Neil Patrick Harris, at least in the first couple of episodes, doesn't bring what Jim Carrey brought to it. Hmm. But once he stops doing the Count Olaf role and starts so, like taking on other personas, that's when I think he gets very, very good. Um, And the kids are wonderful and the young girl uh, also appears in Supergirl as young Supergirl which is an excellent segue because we also finished season 1 of Supergirl
0: before we left. And it rocked. So I've got that ready to go as well. You do? So which one should I watch first? Uh, I'd
2: say Series of Unfortunate Events. Supergirl is, because Series of Unfortunate Events you can get over and done with quickly mm. Yeah. Mm. and it's all contained yeah, so like Supergirl takes a, a long time mm. it took us a long time to finish season yeah. 1
1: I think we're going through season 2 quick because I think we're up to episode 7 or 8 now oh really and we only started watching since we got back so mm. and we're digging that anyway that's our little catch up things yeah um, do you have a movie you want to review first
0: uh, no I'll, I'll quickly go through there's a couple of things I watched just to add on to yours so I watched the OA
2: Oh, I've heard that's really good. Yeah, what is so this? So yep. good. Yeah, you explain it. It's like... No,
0: uh, do you it. know who Britt Marling is? No. Oh, it's Britt, just said Britt Marling? Yeah. Yes, I do, sorry. Yes. She seems like... I didn't know she writes everything. Like, I'd seen Another Earth, and that was the only thing I'd seen her in, really, and this, but she seems to write and produce everything she does as I well. I think she mm.
1: plays... If I'm remembering correctly, I think she plays... The not lesbian in community,
0: you know where Britta?
1: Ah, uh, yep. I'm pretty yep. sure that's she yep.
0: players. If you haven't watched Community, it doesn't really help. But yeah. if you have, um, you know what I'm talking about. And so she, uh, it's I won't give too many spoilers away because like, this is in the trailer and it's in the first <laughs> few minutes. But mm. um, so she's been missing for seven years. Mm. Okay, uh, and you see, uh, like her, like her parents, so they get a phone call. This is like the first scene. They get a phone call and someone's like, "Oh, turn on the TV," and it's a mm. live thing, and she's like. Really dishevelled and running mm. around on this bridge, mm-hmm. and then she like jumps off the bridge mm. into water, and then um, <clears throat> it turns out that she was blind mm-hmm. throughout her childhood. And Then when she when she met when she um, turned up again after seven years, mm. uh, she could see. Mm. Oh wow! Okay. And it just goes. It's it's basically about where she's been. Mm.
2: And she calls herself the O A. Yeah, she's mm. yeah.
0: It's it's only eight episodes, so it's easy to get through. But it's mm. really, is it a really Netflix good. thing? Or yeah. okay, yeah. cool.
2: When I I had it explained to me yesterday, so. Mm. Um, yeah, I only just heard about it yesterday. Like I'd saw it, I'd seen it on Netflix and I was like, oh, that looks really interesting, but I'd never read yeah. like the little synopsis. Mm. And when, um, the person told me about it, I immediately thought it's like a serious version of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm. <laughs> well, I haven't thing. seen that. I haven't in seen my that, head, yeah. sort of thing like that. Oh. Um, but, it's, but yeah, no, I'm really interested to watch it.
0: It's a really good mystery because it's like, you're not sure, even at the end of the first season, you're not sure really what you've seen mm. in terms mm. of. But it's, it's kind of, there's elements of it's like metaphysical. Yeah. There's like, you don't know if she's, you, at the end of it, you honestly, you don't know if she's crazy mm. or if she's right. You know okay. Yeah. Um, see, I thought it was called Oa. And I was uh, like, oh, uh, like the, uh, the planet in Green Lantern, And then I just got yeah. lost. It, so. Um. So I really recommend
1: that. Cool. I also want to see The Path, which kept seeing ads for in America. Mm. It's this new series about like um, Aaron Paul from um, Breaking Bad. Mm. Like he's escaped a cult. Oh yeah. Answering. Oh yeah, yeah that looks really interesting.
2: Cool. Every time I see something for the OA, I always get confused with the 100, though as well. I have that sort of cute' I've got it. so many yeah. things queued
0: up, but that's going st- to be good I as well. I
2: started watching it. Um, I think if I was in a better mindset, I would have continued with it. I mm. do want to, but I just. It, I think it was just like those first two episodes did it. Like they were really interesting but they didn't grab me mm. entirely, so like um, I do want to give it another try though. Mm.
0: Mm. Uh, I, just for you Tina. Mm. I started The Crown. I'm 3 episodes oh, in.
2: Oh nice. What do you think?
0: It's probably the best-looking show I've ever seen. Yeah, wow. Like it's the production beautiful, value is just like It's literally it's like the most
2: expensive show
1: ever made. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: it's so far it's episode after episode of like mm. movie blockbuster quality production. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid that, like, and I, I'm going to watch it all, mm. but, like, I kind of know...
2: What's, what's going to happen. Yeah, I know yeah. that no
0: one's going to be, like, kidnapped or yeah. anything like that.
2: exactly. And so uh,
0: there's not that much tension in it. Yeah, But Absolutely. I, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And definitely,
2: like, yeah, towards the end, it becomes quite Winston Churchill-y mm. sort of thing like that. And so, yeah, because you know the story, basically. I mean, it's like Star Wars Rogue One all over again, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of thing, so... You're
0: just smacking down like one of his favorite movies. (laughs) Nah, but I know what you mean. Like you know know that like uh... it's
2: it's like if you read the Harry Potter books, you're not going to be surprised by the Harry Potter movies, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, But yeah, no, it is a beautifully, beautifully made TV show.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then just two more pieces of information I want to get your opinion on. Sure. Was have you seen the uh, Avengers Infinity War featurette? Oh,
1: have I? It's so good. (laughs) Um, what I, I mean, I don't know what I love more. The fact that you have Robert Dan Jr., Tom Holland, and Chris Pratt on the same yeah, set together yeah. talking about it. Or something that no one really noticed at first, but there's this great bit of concept art, and you have Rocket Raccoon like shooting a machine gun, sitting next to Thor, but he's not holding Mjolnir, like the hammer. He's actually got like a sword instead, which means ah.
0: something's going to happen to his hammer between Ragnarok and Avengers. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't pick that up, but I was yeah. like, that's really cool. Um, um, but I, the one thing I thought was like wow they're releasing this early because it's still what probably like at least three years off they it? only
1: just started shooting and they, in that trailer they're like we're shooting both movies all year like it's yeah. going to be a year long production which isn't unheard
0: of but like in terms of these movies they tend to get them done in a few months yeah so. um, um, yeah that's very exciting and then lastly is Ben Affleck quitting Batman I th- well he's stepped down as director and it sounds like they found the director already mm. which is
1: good Um I don't think he's going to leave. I think it's one of those things... I think the reason he stepped down was the amount of pressure on someone to make a Batman film, especially now. Wait, like,
2: did he step down?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I've heard also that he wants out of that role. Yeah, I think a lot of it's clickbait and a lot of people <clears> misinterpreting <throat> stuff. I think it's... You know, this is the dude that made Argo and won a bunch of best pictures and everyone was like, oh, the best director or whatever, best picture director is directing Batman. This is going to be the best Batman film ever. And now it's kinda of like, oh well if I don't deliver that, yeah. Then I'm gonna be crucified. Like he was already crucified. Or that last film was crucified. And again, I, I said, like every watch I'm like, it actually gets better. Like yeah. mm. it's not as bad as, you know, we all made it out to be and stuff. But I think he's just like, Look, I dealt with all that in the two thousands. Like, you know, during Jersey Girl and Daredevil, and so yeah. I don't need to live that again. So I think he's just kinda of like, I don't want the pressure, I'm stepping down. Yeah. Um this it sounds like they're still using his script at this stage. Um, and in terms of him leaving as Batman, I think it's more just like People pulling from the live by night interviews he did, where people were like, you know, he'd go to talk about his new movie, which flopped, and then they're like, well, "What about Batman?" It's like, can you guys not just talk about Batman, please? Yeah. Like, leave mm. me alone. Like, yeah. I'm promoting a movie that's not doing well. Like, please let me try and sell this movie. Yeah. Like, so I don't think he'll step down. I mean, if he does, they might as well scrap this universe. Yeah, or... I really think that'll be that'll like be the yeah. death. The one only time. way they could retcon it is if they then jump in and do something like Flashpoint, which would give them a the chance to reset the timeline, mm-hmm. and yeah. then they could
0: recast Batman. Yeah, but it's a that's it's a cop gonna, out. Yeah, that's gonna I, really I think suck for it, the it'd be company. like whoever's like, is it like who owns the DC universe? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. They have to just throw say have fifty million dollars for a movie or something like that. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like I think if you lose him now, like
1: I think the way to do a good Batman movie is do it cheap. Like everyone's like throwing these big budgets out. Like look what did, um, they did with Deadpool.
0: Like, $60 million yeah. budget, which is a lot oh, of money nah. Sorry, I mean, to just, you know, like, the way they just keep throwing money at Johnny yeah. Depp to do the Pirates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just be like, I don't care if you're not that enthusiastic, here's $50 million. <laughs> yeah, just to, You know not. what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, look, it definitely works with Robert Downey Jr. Cause I think there's a point where he was talking about League in the mm. Marvel Universe, because like, once I'm done with the Avengers films, I'm done. And then they're like, well, what about, how would you feel about doing Captain America's Civil War? We'll give you a pay bump. And he was like, sure. And now he's like, I will do every Marvel film. Like yeah. The, um, and But I think he also really loves the material. And I don't deny that Ben Affleck loves the material as well. I just think it's one of those things where they haven't hit the ground running the way Marvel did. They've yeah. you know, kind of done a bunch of stuff, tried a bunch of stuff and hasn't paid off for them. Mm. And I think he's kind of in this place now where he's just kind of like, look, you know, it's not my fault. Stop look, giving I'm, me shit. <laughs> I'm doing my best, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And people are kind of looking to him for answers and stuff. So I don't think he will step down as, yeah. as Batman. i at least not for a couple of years. I think he want to get a couple of films out because he loves the character as well. Like, mm. um, he's kind of like a known on record as being a huge Batman fan. So, and he thought they made a good movie last year. And again, like I loved it. I know you did, and you like and the talking to you and other people like really persuaded me. I'm like, yeah, it actually is like way better than I. Mm. I watched it on the on the plane actually on the way to America. I was like, you know what, Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. Let's do watch them back to back. And mm. like, even more enjoyable after Man of Steel because yeah.
0: it makes like it ties in a lot better. Um, so yeah, I don't think he'll quit yeah. I hope he doesn't Because I really like him as Batman yes. mm. yeah. um, So that was, that was my sort of talking point So yeah, you guys go for your film While I choose what I'm going to review Sure, so considering it is the Valentine's episode And
1: I just did a love letter to Batman um, We thought we might review La La Land
2: um, Which we saw when we were
1: in LA um, Which was kind of cool um, And it's probably going to win Like every award this year It's already yeah. won every award so far um, Does it deserve to? The... I,
2: I think it's pretty... I really, really liked it.
1: I really enjoyed but it. Go on, sorry. I
2: think what you're absolutely right in what you said about Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's why it would win all the awards. Like, it is a fantastically shot movie. It's very, very well made. I think it would definitely win some awards. Um, but, like, I mean, it doesn't need necessarily need to win all of them. Yeah. That being said... I haven't seen the other contenders, so I haven't seen Moonlight. I haven't seen...
1: Yeah. What else is it? Hidden Figures, I Hidden think, is the, one of them. Yeah, I haven't them. seen that one. There's so. a bunch of stuff that I haven't seen as well. Um, and I, I'm on the same thing. I feel like it deserves a lot of recognition. I don't necessarily feel like it needs to be getting all these nominations. I feel like it's yeah. just probably been like, give them every award. Yeah. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. And whenever I think about it, look, like, I think about it fondly, and I do remember it fondly. And I almost suggested that we go and see it for Valentine's Day. Hmm. But I was like, yeah, like let just saying, like, but I <laughs> more, but it was more about me not wanting to leave the house so yeah. much as not wanting to see the film because I really enjoyed it. I, I can't wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. I want to watch it again. Um, but it's just really fun and like upbeat and charming and like those two are so great and that, mm. like all the like it's a musical and it feels like a musical made for people who don't really like musicals, which is great because it means you're not committing to like every three minutes as a song but every time there is a song, it's like a really great big number and fun. Yeah. But the opening 10 minutes is spectacular. Yeah. Um, the final 10 minutes is spectacular. Mm. Like, they really know how to open and close the film. This is the dude who directed Whiplash. Um, did you see that? Yes. But, Loved it. So it's like that. It's exact, it's almost the exact same kind of film. It's all about, you know, you know, following your passion and what sacrifices you need to make to achieve your dreams and stuff. But it's on the other end of the spectrum. So instead of being like, about, you know, Perseverance and like hurting people and pushing people away and doing, being cutthroat about it. It's more about kind of embracing everything. And there's still like heartbreak and sad moments in it, but it's not. there's no. It's not dark like Whiplash and stuff. Mm, yeah. Uh, and J.K. Simmons is in this one as well. So. Oh, good. I always get
2: Whiplash confused with Whip So yeah. I
1: think you're talking about Whip Yeah, I haven't and seen Whippet. Like... and you haven't seen Whiplash. Yeah,
2: that's right.
1: But Whiplash is great.
2: And Whip it is good too.
1: Um, but this is a, uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like it's it probably it. it you know what? I haven't seen anything else better. Like, they're not going to nominate Civil War for it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess give L.A.L.A. L- 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 the, the best picture. Yeah. Um, Emma Stone's great. The Gos's. She's always... In fact, both of them are always yeah. great, aren't they? Yeah, Gosling was one of those guys who I was always kind of like, oh, the guy who does like, the romantic movies, yeah. like, whatever. And then I saw Drive, and I was like, alright, this guy's great. Yeah. And there's like Drive, nice guys. I haven't seen all the stuff he's been... In. Like, even Gangster Squad, which isn't a great film, he's really
0: good in. Yeah, it's not... I don't know, why, why didn't that work this is a tangent, but I thought, that's this sounds great. And I thought it was good, but mm. it just wasn't... Um, I don't know whether Sean Penn is great in it. Yeah. Like, he seems oddly cast. And I think... He that... really was just like a stereotype of an Irish, like, yeah. gangster. And like... I
1: think the problem with that film is it's re- relying a lot on um, nostalgia for mm. these kind of films. So, they're, they're, it's like you're entering universes are much bigger than what you're ready for. They're like, you're walking into the existing world of Gangster Squad, but no one's seen a Gangster Squad film yeah. before. Mm. So, you're relying they're allowing you to remember things that haven't happened yeah. to you as a viewer. Yeah. Um, I think that's part of it, but um, it, like, it's, it's fine. And again, like, him, actually, Emma Stone's in that one as well. Like They're both good in yeah, that man. as well. Yeah, <laughs> she just can't keep away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's great. So, I mean, I don't know, how many tap shoes would you rate it out of 10? How many tap shoes I've got to be honest, 10? but before you say that, there's this one song, um, it's so great. Like, it's, it's, it's a love song, but it's about how, so they're like at this party and they walk up to like look at, um, LA from the hills and talking how it's like not a really nice view. It's kind of like a crappy city and stuff. And but the, like
2: no, it's sarcastically like they're yeah. like, oh my god, you know, yeah, you get a better view.
1: Uh, and then they sing this love song, except it's all about how it'd be perfect if it was any other two people than the two of them because they're not into each other at all. Yeah. And then there's this, this moment, and I could see it happening because she changes her shoes on screen, and they bust into this tap dancing solo, which. Should be stupid and ridiculous, but I was just like, "This is amazing!" Mm. <laughs> yeah, it it actually made me feel a lot like um, when I watched Hal Caesar.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, like they just yeah. they did old and it was it wasn't even set in old Hollywood; it was set in present day Hollywood. Mm. But it was just so it had delightful. old
2: Hollywood glamour. Mm. That's
1: what it was. Um, yeah, and super funny. Like some great moments, like when he's playing in the '80s cover band. Yeah. Um, and she's funny. making fun. She makes fun of him, and um, the love story stuff is really like poignant and strong. Like there's this one bit almost teared up like I, it was in that tap dancing moment actually like at the end of it like um because he's like oh my car's up near yours and so they, they hate each other but they're going up to like he's going to walk into her car so she doesn't get hurt or attacked or whatever and um she's like alright here I am like so he drops her off to um her car and then he walks all the way back to the party because his car was actually there the whole time <laughs> yeah. and, stuff. Yeah. Oh, and I was sweet. just like oh my god that's so beautiful yeah um so I dug it so sorry I didn't try to score tap shoes
2: tap shoes Attitude. um probably
1: 9 an incomplete Whoa. an incomplete pair mm. I, um, <laughs> uh, I would also give it a 9 out of 10 9 so a really 18 out of 20 mm. yeah Whoa. nine pairs of shoes <laughs> well they're
2: not pairs
1: yeah i know but oh. we, we no, did you two nine. you guys shoes, gave that yeah. score
0: 36 out of 40 <laughs> <Divine>. what?
1: <laughs>
2: what do we give it out of 100
0: i don't know 90 yeah hmm. My mess is up there yeah um yeah really enjoyable oh great all right well unfortunately uh, it's probably done its dash at the cinema, so I might have to wait for the old iTunes download. And that's still, you can still see it, it's still in cinemas. I don't think I'll see it at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's what, I'll, I'll, I'll read out some films, you just tell me what you'd like me to review. Sure. Hacksaw Ridge, Edge of Seventeen, don't know why I watched that, Arrival, Split, The Accountant, Light Between Oceans.
1: I've seen a couple of those. I mean, we could we could all review Split, because we've all seen Split. We all all right, we'll do that last, split? then. Yeah. I'll give you, choose one um, that you haven't seen. Um, Have you seen all those? I've seen The Account, and I've seen Hacksaw Ridge. So, actually, I would like I'm to hear... I'm
2: interested in you... Mm-hmm.
1: I was going to say, I was interested to hear about Arrival.
2: Is that the one where you said, <sighs> I don't know why I saw that for?
1: No, he said Edge 17. Saw... So yeah. Oh, Edge 17.
2: I so really don't know why. Okay,
0: yeah. Do um, Arrival. Arrival. I'm keen to hear about this one, so... I went into it, there was a lot of hype, um, and I didn't think it lived up to it. What's it about? It's... Oh, you, you, you sex yourself, mm. but I know what it is. It's like, um... It's the classic, like, this alien, like, big pod thing. Like, 12 of them land... I think mm. it's 12-something. Land at different points around the Earth. Uh, do you want a spoiler review or non-spoiler review? Spoiler free, because I really want to watch it. I've actually got an iTunes download right now. I have right seen now, so.
2: this trailer. Yeah. Um, so, Amy, and
0: Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner yeah. play these, like, language experts, and they're mm. basically they don't know what the alien, the like people from earth don't know what they're doing there. You know, whether they're there for like hostile reasons mm. or they come in peace. And so it's basically the movie is a race against time for mm. these like linguists to try, cause they are communicating. So they mm. go up into these pods and there's like, it's very surreal. Mm. You go up into the, into these like massive pods and there's like this glass barrier there and it's all foggy and white behind there. And then mm. the two, there's like two aliens that are on that side and they have, they shoot, it's almost like squid ink.
2: Oh, okay. And,
0: um, and it's like their letters are like these circle things, with little spice coming off mm. them. And so they just have to figure out what they're doing there. Mm. But I just like... Now, I'm not, I'm not a moviegoer who needs explosions and guns for mm. it to be exciting, but it just like... It never really took off for me. So yeah. that, that was my... Goal. I heard a lot of people went in expecting
1: like Independence Day and I... getting... If I remember correctly, if, I guess this
0: is a bit of a spoiler, but I've heard that they end up communicating through Maths. And that was looking oh, like a disappointment for people. Like, yeah, so I don't know. It's like um, I won't say any. There's not much I can say yeah. that will, won't spoil it. But um, Amy Adams is always good. Yeah. Always good, always good. Yeah, Jeremy Renner is always good, and Forest Whitaker is always good. Jeremy
1: Renner is always good. I was just yeah. thinking
0: about it. Like he gets made fun of a lot for being Hawkeye, but like that's the character he plays. Like he's yeah. what, a, what a cushy ride he's got. He doesn't have to carry the Marvel mm-hmm. franchise, mm-hmm. but he just turns up and and even yeah. in American Hustle, like he I, I completely forgot.
1: He was in it. That's how good he is. Like, he's just so seamless in that mm. role. I forgot that he was in it. Yeah, he's great.
2: I felt like when I saw the trailer for Contact, I was about Arrival, uh, it? Arrival, it looked like Contact.
0: Yeah, I think it is meant to be similar to that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, it looks amazing. Mm. Mm. And whoever designed the alien pods... Is...
1: Well, it's directed by the guy who did Prisoners, isn't it? Yeah, and Sicario. And That's Sicario. Why, yeah. And see, Sicario's another one where everyone's like, it's amazing. And I went and I'm like this is not really action-packed at all. I
0: still liked it, yeah. but it wasn't the film I thought I was paying for. Like, so I didn't... Yeah, I think those two films are better than this. because mm. um, is amazing. Yeah, there's a payoff. The payoff at the end is, is not worth it for okay. me. But um, yeah, I mean, it was still still pretty enjoyable. So I'm going to give it 6.5 Alien Pods <laughs> out of 10. It's <laughs> a passing grade. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. definitely wasn't like bad. You would yeah. both enjoy it, but... Um, yeah, not I. I'd, I'd heard a lot of good things, and yeah. I didn't quite live up to it. But yeah. yeah, I watched another film like that recently. I watched
1: um Girl on a Train, and have you seen it? Yeah, liked it a lot. Oh, uh, did you? I, I didn't mind. I see, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you how to fix it. Like, I watched it it's like, eh. and I can't see what's wrong with it. I think everyone is firing on all cylinders. Like all the performances are great. Mm. I didn't know until last night, but that girl, um. Who's the victim in the film is also Magnificent Seven. Yeah, she's like blowing up. She's gonna be they're talking about her being Catwoman, actually. Oh really? I, I um, think she's pretty good. Um, so I think they're all and like Justin Theroux is always good and Emily Blunt's always good. Did you I just I'm felt see like that's
0: like a poor man's gone girl.
1: Yeah, I felt like in a in a post Gone Girl world it was an unnecessary film. But if this film had to come out a few years earlier, I'd be like saying that about Gone Girl thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she was the girl who was in oh. um, Magnificent Seven. Uh, I thought um the sort of, I guess, the twist in Girl on the Train was pretty good. Like, yes. I didn't see that coming. I did like that, but I also felt like it was a real... Man, are evil
1: movie. Like, it was yeah. real... Like,
2: like, the same as Gone Girl?
1: No, like, because in Gone Girl, there's a little bit more balance to it because mm-hmm. they kind of reveal more. Whereas, they're setting it up as, like, sh- she's a horrible person. And then, like, at a certain point in the film, they're like, no... All men are, you know, horrible, horrible people, people and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's not, a, it's not an awful film. Like, it's not, you could, I can could still watch it again. Like, I'd watch it again with you and stuff. But I just, I, yeah, in a post-Gone Girl world, it seems a little bit unnecessary. That's mm. all. Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. Like, everyone's great in it. Like, so, uh, I'm actually, just talking about, like, watching movies, I am slightly behind on my schedule I'm 45 and 47 days. Wow. So, so it's not bad, though. You catch yeah, up with a day I was off. behind. I watched a couple today. I watched a couple of foreign films today. So yeah. Um, so, do you guys want to do split? Let's just yeah. quickly, quickly mention it. You guys yeah. go. If so this is the one we saw in the ArcLight in like the big dome and stuff. Mm. Um, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was. Great. I couldn't believe I was loving an M Night Shyamalan film, but, and not because I, did, I actually don't think he's as bad as everyone makes him out to be. Like, if you ignore the first three, which is Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, and Signs, like three great films. Like even Signs, even though it's a bit tacky, is, is still pretty good. I don't think The Village is as bad as people make it out. Yeah, I don't love that Villages, film. Yeah. Um, I think. I haven't seen Lady in the Water, which is apparently dreadful, and I haven't seen um, it Last Airbender. Yeah, I've heard they're just trash. The but Happening
2: I... is the worst.
1: Happening's not very good, but then like Devil I really liked, although he didn't direct it, he only produced it. I, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, the Visit I thought was okay. I didn't think it was a terrible film. I thought it was kind of like. It was on the right track, just had a couple of, like, kind of silly moments and stuff. Um, but this I dug and now part of me thinks maybe it's solely because of James McAvoy. Yeah. But I'm okay with that because McA- like getting McAvoy is always good, mm. but getting him like eight times in yeah. different characters yeah. is amazing. Yeah.
2: Oh, it was so his performance was just perfect. It mm. was flawless, his performance. It mm. was so good.
1: Like his woman. Performance is great. Like, what's the mm. which is like it's got cumin oh, or something. Like, yeah. That was my favorite bit of the Yeah, film. And yeah. Little, I think it's like the it's weak. got paprika. That's yeah. it.
0: And yeah. just and his little and
1: shudder. Yeah, um, that was perfect. Him as the
0: little boy and doing like the yeah. Kanye dancing and stuff. like yeah. Oh, that was that was an amazing scene. love that. Mm-hmm. Scene. I found him just like a little bit annoying as the kid though. Yeah, I think that, which was the intention. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. Um, and even like the th- like the the big twist at the end. So we're gonna spoil it, guys. So five, four, three, two, one. The 24th personality as the Beast. Like, l- legitimately, like, terrifying. Like, I wasn't like, this is a scary movie. But I was just like, this is such an intense performance. I, was, I It was t- tough to look at him because mm. he was so creepy and just, like, inhabited that role. Like, mm. um, and this is a film about, like, mental illness and, like, child rape. Mm. Yet it's still, like, totally enjoyable. Mm. Which is a tough trick to pull off. I was
0: came out of the cinema thinking, was the... Apart from that one bit at the end when he's like when he doesn't attack her because she's been through the same, like yeah. some hardship, was the whole uncle abuse storyline completely necessary? Couldn't she have just been a up? Yeah, couldn't she have just been mm. un, an unnamed sort of depressed? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, f- I think you mm. could have done that as well. Um, I just didn't think it needed that extra bit of like. No, mm. I don't think it
1: was necessary. But I also don't think it was played in poor taste. I think if they had done it poorly Mm. or, like, not done it properly, I would have been, I would have found it offensive. But I think because they walked the line pretty closely and, like, those actors, like, performed those roles so well. I was like, you know what, like, I agree, like, it's probably not a, not a necessary part of the story, but they also wanted to add some weight to it as well, which I understand, like, um, so I think it was, you know, it was fine that they left it in there. Uh, Also, M. Night Shyamalan's cameo I really dug. Like, he always throws himself in his films and sometimes oh, yeah. you're kind of like, eh. Yeah. But like, I thought he was legitimately like, really funny in that bit, Yeah. So.
2: I am... Um, my only thing was that I would have... Uh, the whole the whole first half, I was sitting there scared that I was going to get shot in the American yeah. cinema. <laughs> um, and the whole second half, I was like, is this a twist? Is that the twist? What's the twist? Is this going to be the twist? Is that the twist? And I think that purely comes from watching an M9 yeah, Shyamalan yeah. movie.
1: And yeah, like, I was trying to figure out the twist as well. And I was like... Is she actually him, and he's just seeing himself as like yeah, a young girl? You know, I was waiting for like the camera to pan. Like there's that bit where she's in the the ambulance with her, and the camera pans, and you just see her hair. I'm like, oh my god, it's him in um, a wig. Yeah. yeah.
2: Or, like, uh, or like um, you know, she's in the police car, and it's like your uncle's coming to pick you up, and then you just expect him to be the uncle, something yeah. like that.
1: Um, but I actually, I think that the twist could be perceived as a real cop out. Yeah. But I love the twist. Because, the, uh, did you, you... Wait,
2: so was the... But this is the thing. So was the twist the fact that he didn't kill her?
1: No, no. So the twist is that um, this is part of a bigger universe. So it's part of the... Spoilers again. It's part of the Unbreakable universe. So the movie Unbreakable, which came out like 20 years ago now... Uh,
2: oh, that's right—the whole Bruce Willis thing. Because
1: Tina goes, she goes, "I
2: didn't fucking watch that movie," yeah, no, I so just, everybody in the cinemas went, "Oh!" And yeah, I went, "I don't get it." This. Tina was
1: like, "It's the twist that Bruce Willis is." <laughs> yeah,
2: that's what I was like. Is that is I actually had to have that, is explained that yeah, the as twist? Well.
1: So yes, yeah, so Unbreakable. Um, it's set up that um, there are kind of like enhanced people in the world that are like just born like unusual. Like so, um, Samuel L. Jackson plays this character, Mr. Glass, who. Um, is the most damageable human on earth? Like he can't even like walk, probably without injuring himself. He's got like brittle bones and stuff. And he was fascinated by the idea of this, his own disease, and comic books. He's like, if I am the most brittle person on earth, then ultimately there must be the strongest, most undamageable person on earth. And it turns out it's Bruce Willis. Um, and so the reveal of him and referencing Samuel L. Jackson, in it makes it makes it now. Um, Kevin, the character that James Macron was is part of that universe, so we might actually see more characters pop out. And then there are like all these like theorist sites and stuff being like, oh are other characters in the like in the films like mm. part of this universe and stuff as well? Like um so in a way it's kinda of like Shyamalan's like, you know what? I'm definitely jumping back on the superhero bandwagon. Yeah. Um but I, de- I dug it because I thought the film was so strong and to have it as a connection to like that film, I'm like, oh I I really like that film and maybe that's why he did it, because people liked that film a lot, but I was just like, no, this is, it feels like this could easily connect to that film, because apparently originally Kevin was meant to be a character in Unbreakable, but it was like, I could have way more fun with 24 personalities if I gave it its own
0: film at yeah. some point, so, um, no, I loved Split.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I probably obviously didn't like it as much as you guys, but I still thought it was pretty good. Mm. Um, I would think though that, I probably need to see end because I went after work one night, and okay. um, pretty tired so it's like you know when you're not feeling it you can kind of like it's hard to get into a film but absolutely um, yeah James McAvoy's I reckon he's one of the great actors so and I actually thought that
1: girl was really good as well and i would forgotten that I'd seen her before she's also in a movie called The Witch which is a kind of a sleeper hit from a year or two Mm. ago um and yeah like like and like it's not like a huge redefining role like it is just the damsel in distress kind of character who has a little bit of Um, knowledge to defend herself and stuff. Um, So we've seen it a hundred times before, but I thought she played it really well and like Mm. really sold it, which is important. So Mm. um, I don't know, guys, how many shakes of paprika would you like to give?
0: Shakes
2: of paprika. (laughs)
0: That was such a good moment.
2: Um, I am going to give it... See, here's the thing. If it was not James McAvoy, I'd give it an eight. Purely because of James McAvoy's performance, I am bumping it up to a nine.
1: Wow, two nines. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten simply because I have only seen it once and I'm still riding that hype, and I wonder whether it will play as well the second time I watch it.
2: I'm only giving it a nine because of James McAvoy's performance. But like, he's, oh my god, but he's like great. He like, made the movie
1: again. Like it might seem silly to like. Throw a film like this into the ring, but I don't see why he hasn't been nominated for his performance. I think his performance yeah. is amazing. Not yeah. only like,
2: that, because he's not just playing eight different characters; yeah. he had to prepare for the role mm. of twenty-six characters. Mm. Yeah,
0: and you do see them. Like and you do yeah, see exactly. like, Hips. and they all—it's not just the different voice. No, no. Like, different posture. They all well, have yeah, different
2: backgrounds. So. He's had mm. to like research into yeah, it. Yeah, like
0: the fashion
1: designer character. Yeah, I can't. Remember. I think he has like a B or something. Anyway, he's he's great so yeah,
0: yeah. but mm-hmm. 8 out of 10 and 8 out of 10 is nothing to sneeze at I think it's a good Nah, no, I'd probably give it 7 yep. and that's with the bump up of McAvoy yep. mm-hmm. so let's just say it was it, it we're factoring him in I probably would be around six and a half. so yeah 7 for yeah. Um,
1: yeah really enjoyable film <gasps> that uh, ends the first part of the podcast guys where we have done our reviews trailer trash we've, lo- we've got some trailer trash where's our music <laughs> oh,
0: that effect's so realistic shh it's starting <laughs> it's too late
1: Um, so I was going to like write down all the Super Bowl spots that came out, but instead there are kind of just two or three I'd like to touch on. Um, the first one is the Logan trailer, which actually came out before the Super Bowl, so it's not a Super Bowl. It's the last Logan trailer. I don't know if you guys saw it or not.
2: I don't know if I saw it. I don't think I did.
1: It, um, it's not all that different. We just, we had a lot more of Laura Kinney, aka X-23, the young Wolverine clone, Um, We get to see her cut a dude's head off. um, And we get to see... We get to hear Professor
0: X drop the F-bomb, which is kind of cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm not that excited about Logan. Okay. Only because I haven't seen uh, Apocalypse. You don't need to. And I just don't know what's happening in the X-Men universe. So, last one I saw was... um, There's a Future Past? Yes. And it seemed that that reset it almost. It did, yeah. And then there was a third one set in that timeline of like the 60s or 70s or whenever it was. That was Apocalypse, yeah. Yeah, that one, right? And then, so I'm just not like, I go into Logan mm. and I'm sure I would really enjoy it but I just don't know what I'm supposed to You expecting. don't
1: need to worry about it. Um, The director came out and said, look, I wrote this the same time they wrote Apocalypse. Um, there are even characters that are shared in both those films and they weren't even aware of it. Um, mm. And he's like, look, this is set in the future. It's after all the X-Men are dead. He's like, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. It's a standalone. Look, like, even like, you don't even need to rely on the first two Wolverine films. It's just meant to be like, it's the last Wolverine story. So. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just more of the same from that first excellent trailer. But yeah, I'm really pumped. I mean, I have seen two pretty bad Wolverine films, so I'm not... So I, I liked both of them. I enjoyed the first one, which is controversial... Uh, I think the first one has some really great moments in that opening credit sequence but mm. it goes, is one of the best so good. opening credit sequence and Lee Schreiber is such a good... That was my second great moment. Yeah, yeah, he's great as well. And then um, I also think Ryan Reynolds is really good until he gets his mouth sewn up. Mm. I think he's great as like yeah. Wayne Wilson like, when he's cutting the bullets with his swords yeah. and stuff. Um, but that opening credit sequence is like parallel with like the Watchmen opening credits. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: The so use good. of slow motion and evolving like timelines. Yeah. Apparently I just love, so... Yeah. Oh, no, I'm the same. Yeah. And also... It's just the Zack Snyder thing because it's mm. also good in um, B- um, Batman. Versus, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and then the second Wolverine film I didn't like as much because I don't really care about Wolverine getting rid of his powers. That's not interesting really to mm. me. But it does have that great scene where he gets all the arrows shot into him and he's just like pulling these like yeah.
0: samurai like along the snow or whatever. So that's pretty great. <coughs> um, yeah, but no, Logan, if, if you're telling me that you can go into it without. Yeah. Then know, you know, if they can deliver man. what they're promising in this trailer, I think we're going to get a pretty excellent film. Um,
1: the second trailer that came out was it for a movie called Life. Um, I don't know if you watched this. It's Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds in space. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, I say and so essentially, the the idea is that they're part of like this um, exploration vessel like in space. They've gone to Mars and they find life on Mars. Um, the problem is that. Like, I was still probably to check it out, but I think the problem is I've seen this film before. It was alien? called Alien. Yeah. yeah. It looks like the alien meets the Martian. The other thing I didn't like about the trailer is it opens with that um, Spirit in the Sky song, which I love. But ever since Guardians of the Galaxy used it, everyone's like, yeah, we should use this. Yeah. yeah. Like it showed up in Guardians. It showed up in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It showed up in like all these random ads. Mm. Uh, then it showed up in Suicide Squad. Like, I was just like, guys, it's a great song, but there are infinite other songs you can use. Yeah. But aside from that, I still think that it looks pretty good. I just feel like it's a bit same because even the aliens in this movie, cause you see
0: them in the trailer, look kind of like some of the aliens you've seen in Alien before, yeah. like kind of slithering. Yeah. I actually have the same. I was I saw that trailer the other day, and I was like, looks like a great cast. Looks like it's looks really awesome. Mm. But it's like I know like. I can kind of tell what's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna die, but someone's gonna to have to like, yeah. yeah, be in there with the alien and then like get sucked up. Yeah, in I think that the black dude definitely dies. Like, yeah. he's
1: getting his hand attacked. Yeah. Um, actually, there's one more trailer I put in before the last one. Uh, I also watched a trailer the other day called uh, "The Circle." Um, I don't know if you've heard about this. It looks like an episode out of Black Mirror. If you watch that show, is that the uh, Emma Watson? Name? Emma Watson and Tom Hanks, um, and it looks kind of like um, an. Uh, Tom Hanks is like the head of like this Apple type company.
2: Oh yes,
1: this one. And it's based on a book, but they also like run surveillance on like everyone, and it looks. Yeah. It starts off very kind of lighthearted, and then it looks like it becomes but like It's like, like a
2: big brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like a bit of a
1: science fiction thriller. It also reminded me a little bit of Ex Machina, the way they kind of drafted him into mm. running those tests and stuff. So that looks really cool. I don't, don't have much to say on it because I have, like the trailer doesn't really give much away, no, but, no. but it looks cool. Um, the only thing I'd say that I'm disappointed about is Emma Watson rocking an American accent when there's another British actress in there doing a British accent. Yeah. Like, um, not that I don't like her American accent, but like she's doing it in Beauty and the Beast and she's done it a bunch. Like just mm. let her rock those Hermione vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and i probably said the best to last guys, the new Guardians of the Galaxy teaser came out, um, which had some more Baby Groot action. Had some. I don't know if I've seen the second one, is that the one where he's like doesn't hit the when he's gonna hit the. No, that like, was a lo- that was the previous 30, one. Yeah. Um, There's not all that much new, and we see um, Aisha, who looks like she's going to be one of the main villains in this movie. She's basically like a god. Hmm. Um, We see all the guardians, like, slow motion walking towards the camera. Um, And this new character, Mantis, is part of the team. And then, like, this meteorite just hits her in the head. And Drax was like, Oh, I saw that. Like, oops, sorry, I didn't help out or whatever. Yeah. Again, like, just kind of more of the same, but we got to hear some more of the soundtrack. Like, there's a Fleetwood Mac song in there as well. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for this movie guys like this is this is probably going to be the biggest movie well there's another Star Wars movie coming out but aside from that it's going be one of the biggest movies of
0: the year I think it's oh going yeah to huge it's gonna be a big year for movies though really I, and I think it's like from what about April onwards so when are we what's the first one coming Uh March out? so March we have Logan and Lego
1: Batman but yeah. two movies I'm really looking forward to and then I think end of April we
0: have Guardians of Wonder Woman yeah see I think it's I feel like it's going to be like we're probably not going to have to wait more than, like, six weeks for, like, these awesome films. Yeah, yeah that's, why I'm not too like worried about, that's why I'm not too worried about
1: missing some movies at the start of the year, because I don't think the the big movie period is... Mm. Like, I mean, it's always summer in America when it starts, so that is kind of when it's going to happen. But the March films are also cool. I think, like, Deadpool was out this time last year, and yeah. that was, like, a big kind of...
0: That was almost, like, a sleeper hit, though, wasn't it, really? Like, yeah,
1: people kind of had mixed reactions, like, had mixed feelings about going into it, but it was huge. so mm. like, yeah. Um, uh, well, that's a lot of trailer talk, guys. Should we get into the topic? I just have one quick trailer. Oh, go for it. Sorry.
0: No, that's all good. Uh, it, uh, it's it's a movie called Get Out. Oh yes, I've seen this trailer twice now. Yeah, and I just thought it looked like a really cool idea.
2: Sounds familiar. What we saw the trailer for when we
0: saw
1: Split. It's yeah. um the dude from Ken Peel. and yeah. um, he I uh, no, he wrote it. Sorry.
0: Yeah. It's this black uh, this girl and her boyfriend who's black, <gasps> yes. and they go to like they go to like this. Go visit her parents And it's this super I mean, white town yeah, yeah And they're
2: just like Oh yeah. And
0: they're yes. hypnotising them And turning to slaves yeah. Yeah. Oh man so I think that looks pretty cool Yeah That's it looks r- It looks
1: If it wasn't so messed up It would be funny Like I bet you when they pitched that idea Everyone was laughing Yeah And then you see it And you're like This is terrifying yeah. And yeah. the dude who plays like the dad I can't remember his name But he was like the villain in um, Billy Madison He was like Eric The bad guy And he's been in other stuff as well Yeah um, he's always great in everything he does, but he looks yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I really want to see it Get Out. Looks good. And then I have one quick thing to mention. Go for it. I just thought of them before we get onto our big topic because I don't think it would be relevant. I'm now pretty. I'm up to date on all Netflix episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, so nice. So it's season three seasons three, in, and I've watched about the first five or six episodes of season four. Oh, so you saw the episode where um, the captain has to pretend to be straight. Now that was what I was going to ask you. Maybe I haven't seen that. So what? It's in the first two episodes when they're um, undercover. Where does he pretend to be straight? Like at one... one, Oh, yeah.
2: When they're in Florida. Is it
0: when he's walking? Yeah. Oh, yes. And he's just just like... like You you know
2: how like a deep bosom Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. A full heavy breast. Yeah. Yeah, That's it. (laughs) And
0: he's like, I cheated on my wife. You know me. I can't resist a pair of breasts.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's Um, what you were talking about. Because I was like... The way you were saying it, like, on our last podcast, I was just like, oh, does he like kiss a kiss... No, I, I should like have like been,
1: that. I guess, you know, I think it was more revolutionary to us just because it's like, because he plays at the same level all the time. Mm. So it delivers like the kind of passionate dialogue at that same yeah, level. is yeah. just um, super funny. Mm. Also, um, did you enjoy Velvet Thunder?
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> Velvet Thunder.
0: I, uh, my favourite episode of all is the second Halloween uh it's the third one, sorry. Mm. The one that Amy Santiago oh, wins. Oh,
2: wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, she's, she's the janitor and yeah. stuff like that the is crown. That the, is, one. That the, is that all with the oh, bus? The crown.
0: No, no, it, that's no, that's it, that's I... Yeah, it's like um it's, it's for the crown, yeah. okay. okay? Which um,
2: they hide it in like Jake like they do this whole thing where it was like um they hide it in one of the conference rooms or whatever and then they come in through oh, Yeah, the yeah. Seal, yeah, yeah, the seal, yeah. And then they have it in Jake's
1: like yeah, cabinet. and like Terry's wife and kids yeah. come up just to take yeah. a photo. And just like we can just do it here, and I'll put yeah. my hand on this cabinet. Yeah. I um, I really like any episode that um Craig Robertson comes into. Oh uh, yeah, as yeah. oh the cruise one was yeah. so funny. Um, and one of the episodes I love as well is I think it's a Thanksgiving episode where there's the um, the like the anthrax that have, have to go in quarantine, yeah. and one of the I think Scully gets locked out on the. Yeah. The balcony, and they throw a drink at him and it's from the head and stuff.
0: It's just so stupid, but like um, it's just that slapstick stuff. The, the one thing I would say about season three, though, is um, I don't know if it's like common knowledge, but like um, Amy Santiago, what's her name? I don't know her name. What the actress's name, yeah. Melissa Fumero. Yeah. She is clearly pregnant for that whole season. Um, I didn't
1: notice, but I'll have to go back and check it out. Yeah.
0: She doesn't do any sort of physical stuff. Yeah. Oh. And she always, if it's like. She's always behind something. No, oh, yeah. okay. And or she's got like a bag which is just like a <laughs> <laughs> yeah a two bit of paper. Yeah, yeah. Were you um were you delighted when they finally hooked up? It was a really good moment actually yeah. when they're in the they're in the um file room or whatever. Mm. And I, I thought, how are they going to do this? Because they've made Jake Parole to such like a foolish idiot. Mm. Yeah. How are you going to have this and not have it too lighthearted? But they got it really spot on. Yeah. I, mm. Mm. Oh, I also okay. love in the
1: later season when. Smart when they're undercover and he becomes the manager at the
0: mini golf place. Yeah. It's like, his name is yeah. Dr. Fart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him with the and frosted tips as well. Yeah. And then like a few episodes after they've been back mm. and like there's that cold open where they're in the bar and they're going to shave, they shave his head off. he's yeah. <laughs> his, his hair off. And then like uh, Charles comes in and he's just <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> Charles is so good, oh, like he's Charles. the ultimate like sidekick. No,
2: Nicolás, Nicolás, yeah. no, Nicolás.
0: Um, such a um, great show. Yeah, I'm so, so, it, so glad you got into it, man. Like, yeah, so that, that was it. That was all I had to say. To, so then... uh,
1: also, Jason Manzouka great in that show as well. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's just got one setting though. Yeah, <laughs> intense. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Um, Pimento, Rose's Boyfriend. Oh, pink. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's also Dennis Feinstein in Parks and Rec.
2: Yeah, that's
1: right. To... Have you watched Parks and Rec yet? No. Gotta get on
0: it, man. It's great. Just start season three. It's No, no. I'll watch from the start. I just don't have... Oh, season one and two are rough. I don't have it in any sort of format. Okay, I can I look it up. Oh, cheers. I literally bought the box set yesterday. Oh, cool. yeah. I don't want to take your newly purchased thing, but like... um, I've still got some um, iTunes downloads Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have a look on iTunes tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Should we get on with our... Yeah, let's go for it, guys. So, because it is Valentine's Day week, or Valentine's week, even though you wouldn't know from... The amount of non Valentine's talk we've had. Uh, we thought we'd make a relevant topic, and the, I think the obvious one to do would be like top five favourite love films or romantic comedies or something. We want to do a little bit different, mm. which I think kind of yields some better results, and we went for top five on screen romances,
0: especially favourite couples on, on TV yeah. or film. I, I've um, altered mine just ever so slightly. That's okay. To, to couples, not necessarily romances. Okay,
1: that's cool. I did think about doing that, and I really—I was like, I'm gonna really try and push this, and if I can't, then I'll go to like Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff as well. But um, but that's fine. Um, Based on how our end of year wrap up went, I think we'll save all um, honorable mentions till the end if we have any, just so we don't like double up and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Who would like to go first with their number five?
2: I don't mind. Go. Being the, the girl in the group.
1: Ladies first.
2: Um, So I I struggled to come up with my fifth one. I had places for four, three, two, and one, and then I struggled for number five. And then I realized, um, so I was trying to think back and all like my favorite films and stuff like that. And then I realized, you know who my number five is? Mulan and Shang from Mulan. Okay. Like, they're really good. They're a really good couple. Like, they're so mm. like good for each other and she's like really strong and independent and he's like really strong and independent. Mm. And I just really like that couple because I was thinking like, oh uh, you know, Pocahontas and John Smith. No, they suck. Like yeah. I love Pocahontas, I hate John Smith. And like Beauty and the Beast, that's that's a pretty shit relationship. And then Sleeping Beauty's a pretty shit relationship and all these Disney princess ones are pretty bad relationships. I oh, wasn't this
1: side I did watch Tangled while we were gone and oh, I really a, liked yeah. them as a couple, but never yeah. on top five.
2: Um, and then I was like, oh, you know what? Mulan and Shang. So I think that's a little bit left of center. Mm, I think a lot mm. of people wouldn't think of them.
1: He does have so a great song.
2: Let's get down to business. I'll oh, make a
1: man out of you. Which is a oh, weird thing to say to a woman, but <laughs> yeah. he didn't know at the time. That's right. Um, yeah, it's a great flick. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah, and I, he
2: trusts her judgment and he supports her.
1: And she that's saved really China. <laughs> and she saved China. Um, yeah, it's a great flick. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that in a while. I've got to go back and check it out again. I
2: watched it on the flight. Back from America or to America? I, can't, I think it was back.
0: Yeah, I think it was. And great. I was like,
2: "Man, it's such a good movie. Mm. Like, I love that movie." So that's my number five. That was
0: good strong start. Yeah, strong start. Mm. Strong one for a strong start. Sorry, mm-hmm. okay. you make a man out of a. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Still talking about Mulan. Uh, Do you want to go next? Sure. You don't have to. Would you like to go next? Go first. <laughs> my fifth was Buffy and Angel. Ah, oh, good, call. That's a good call.
2: Good call. Yeah. Good call. This
0: was like make me feel so good because yeah. um, this was like my Buffy was probably the, one of the first like serial shows that I watched you know mm. yeah, like yeah. I too. grew up with we're obviously we're all the same age so we kind of grew up with it and uh, you know like she was like the most beautiful girl yeah, yeah. And Angel was like this handsome dude and yeah. he was like this bad vampire but mm. she turned him and stuff so yeah, that was that was my fifth. I just thought they're like they're almost like the iconic like yeah. teen 90s. You know, like that archetype yeah. that all the others are sort of based on. So H- how do you feel about Buffy and Spike?
2: Yeah, I
0: like that. Like mm-hmm. I like the way the show went and ended, yeah. uh, especially the last episode. Spike turned yeah. out to be a hero. So mm-hmm. good, yeah. Um, but to me, you could never recapture like that, like, the romance mm. of, like, season yeah, two. It was that's like, right. I do if you guys remember season two of that show. But yeah, oh, a, yeah, I, a, I do. a good pull that really man. Good that's thing. really good.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, what did you think of, um, I can't remember the boy's name, but Cordelia and the best friend? Because didn't they get Zander? together?
0: Zander, uh, Z- yeah. yeah. Did they, didn't uh, they get
2: together? I don't
0: know if they ever... Uh, oh, no, they did. Yeah. But mm. she left to go on Angel with... Mm. Um, I
2: hated Cordelia.
0: Yeah, she was just a bitch. Yeah.
1: Um, I really liked Xander and Anya. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I was so Anya bummed was out when great. she cheated yeah. on him. I was like, because it's like yeah. this troll. Did she like,
2: turn into a lesbian?
1: No, no that's no, Tara. I'm getting. Yeah, because uh, yeah. yeah, Anya was Anya a demon. And
2: Tara confused. Mm.
1: Yeah, Anya was a demon. And then, like, late in the season, like, this troll beast came out and was mm. like, they'll never last. And, like, Buffy was like, they will. And yeah. they did. And I was like, no, but they're supposed to. Yeah. Um, And I just loved Anya because she was so, like, Quirky and didn't oh, fit and stuff.
2: And like just the scene where like Angel and Buffy are like doing it and it's to that horses song.
1: Like, like that's the way you're first... going to be little darling? No, 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 no. A... Not that, not that <laughs> one. Bray the that other way.
2: horses. No, the other horses Goodbye horses? horses? No, I'll get it. I'll pull it up.
0: It's fine. Um,
2: And it was just like, it was really good. And he was all happy and he was like, I mean, happy. it was like, man, he's happy. Such like, a he weird, evil.
0: weird concept that like if he ever finds true happiness, which is doing it with Buffy, <laughs> he turns evil.
2: <laughs> Wild Horses.
0: Um, okay. Also, ah, yeah. One of the great, like. The um, Rolling Stones song? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. One of the great, like, directions to take a show darker was when they killed off Buffy's mum. Oh, oh yeah. what oh, a great. My God. Like, how like, and hardcore it's, is that? And it's so not
1: an event. You didn't oh. even going to happen. Like, she just walks and she's dead. Yeah. yeah. Like... He walks. So... And oh, my it's, God. like, only a few episodes after she's come back to life as yep. well. Yeah. Like... So good.
2: And she freaking came from heaven. They pulled her back from heaven as well.
1: Yeah. Did you know as well? Like uh, mm. when I um, so when I started watching God, Buffy, I, watch I actually end. started at season five. So I went in thinking, um, who was the sister? Uh, Michelle oh, Trashin, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know she wasn't an original cast member, so I had the same like memory as all the characters. I'm like, yeah, she's been around forever, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, so and even like starting there like going into that episode with the mum I was like oh my god this is nuts like, mm. it didn't take away from it even though I hadn't seen the first mm. four seasons mm. at that point um, good yeah, good pull thank you um, so mine's a much more recent couple in fact we've already talked about them tonight guys it's Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone in La La Land nice oh that's good I'm glad it's had that much of an impact it makes mm. me want to see it I was thinking about it and I can't get into too many details obviously because I don't want to spoil it for you because I think you, you should go check it out mm. But it's it's such like an atypical love story, like it's boy meets girl, like they're not really just but than they do fall in love. But it's all the decisions they make, do you actually see their relationship grow, you see them grow to love each other and to hate each other and mm. not that gives away the not end of,
2: ha- I don't think they end up hating.
1: Not hate each hating other, but like you, It's just that
2: they've got their two different places. You, you get to in see you get
1: to see the the sweet and the sour of the relationship mm. essentially. Yeah. And you get to see like all the bad decisions made and it's just done so eloquently um and once again like the last ten minutes dude like
2: yeah the last ten minutes really like good. if
1: you if you're not in tears by the like the last ten minutes of that film like you're a heartless person like it's <laughs> so mm-hmm. strong yeah um and they're so good on screen together um yeah I with I don't want to spoil too much else but yeah
0: every like the last ten minutes is all I need to say <laughs> like well if you sit tight you'll see that I'm aware of the chemistry they could have oh okay. <laughs> I, have,
1: I know two films they're in, so if we haven't mentioned the other film already, I know what the third one is. Mm. So Tina, it's your turn to bring up your number four. Uh,
2: yeah, so basically Four Onwards is all TV, for me. Okay. Um, and so number four is Jake and Amy from
1: Book the
0: 9 Oh, nice. Guys, yeah. Cool.
2: So I think they're just really funny together, and I think they're really good, and I really, really like them
0: yeah Smart. great choice yeah cool, and, cool, 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 cool. Cool,
2: cool 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 yeah no doubt no doubt <laughs> yeah. um yeah no i think they're just really funny and it was really good when they finally got together because you're like yes yeah. this is happening but also like you said like where is this going mm.
1: it was like good a thing. real like ross and rachel moment like i was never a friend's guy oh,
2: yeah but no no I can't. well all i'm saying is like no, i was never not a real ross and rachel i moment.
1: was never a friend's guy but everyone was like well they get together Mm. And so I could understand like I was like oh I can relate to those people who cared mm. now yeah. because well there's no. another there's another show Ross and
2: Rachel was to the extent where it happened it was so on and off that you just didn't give a fuck anymore if they yeah. got together. Like I was so over Ross mm. and Rachel like if th- they would be on my least favorite <laughs> list.
0: Yeah. I my number. Um, no, but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there cuz it's like they, they it's like classic sitcom formula mm. really like mm. um uh, you know, um, uptight
2: nerdy person with um, mm. yeah messy and,
0: and but like two seasons of like will they won't they yeah right. always they're always dating someone else and then yeah. when the stars aligned mm. yeah they really took their time but it, I think it pays off in spades
1: yeah. like because even at the start of season four like you do start to feel like maybe like they have that episode yeah. where they can't like yeah, get in sync again sink, yeah. yeah um but it, but they resolve it really well um yeah and even like when she's dating Teddy. Like, he's kind of like, oh, like, why aren't they doing Even though he's, like, with and Eva. And
0: then I mean, Eva Longoria, yeah. i like, get out
1: of here, you old bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's punching above his weight. Like, Melissa Fomero is, is beautiful, but, I mean, like, he, he's not like, he's not hanging out with the desperate housewife. Like, yeah. he's got to get back to, like, yeah to his buddy. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's that was good one. number four. So this yeah, has been a good one. list so far. Mm. I think it's a oh. fun
0: list as well, like. Okay, so this is the, the one exception to the... My, this is my like just one of my favorite on-screen couples, which sure. is the Underwoods from uh, House of Cards. Okay. Ah, oh,
2: so we
1: haven't seen House yeah. of Cards. But so, are they married?
0: They are. Okay, so they're a couple. Hmm. Yeah, but they're just they're so conniving mm-hmm. and you, and it's more of a partnership than a marriage. You don't okay, get that sense oh. throughout that whole show that they're married for any reason apart from like convenience. Yeah. Mm. Um. All right, so I won't say too much about that one. Um, because it's a bit off-topic. Because it's not it's not like the theme of Valentine's Day mm. but like yeah that like when you, I really think you should watch it yeah I really and, want and I, I didn't know until recently but I think Fincher like is the one who launched that isn't he he didn't he did the yeah, first couple episodes I think so um, um yeah I think he directed the first, first yeah. yeah at least the first episode but um yeah they're, they're so good together like the chemistry as actors mm. yeah so good so yeah the Underwoods
1: yeah I think it's hard to make Kevin Spacey look bad like even in that Superman movie that people don't like he's still great in it yeah like Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, Perfect Luther. Um, So my next couple um, is a bit of an obscure one because it's a romance we never got to witness, but it's referenced. Um, So I chose Carrie Fisher and John Belushi from the Blues
0: Brothers. Cool. That is a cool reference. And you know what? I flirted with that one as well. So in the film, if you haven't seen the Blues Brothers... Like me. That that was what I was getting at, yeah.
1: Um, Throughout the entire film, there's this mystery woman just hunting them down as they go across the country to try and play shows and stuff. Like, any time they stop, like, she's there with a machine gun or a rocket yeah. launcher or a yeah. bomb. Like, literally trying to kill these two guys and you don't know what's going on. And, like, it's this unusual tension in this otherwise musical comedy. And at the very end, like, the, like all the cops are after them and everything, and they're playing this big show and all the police are there. And the two brothers um, escape through this trap door in the stage and they get into the sewers. And Carrie Fisher's waiting there with another gun, and she's just like shooting bullets at their feet. And you find out that at some point, and you still don't know the the whole particulars of it, but she and John Belushi had this romance, and whether she was a groupie or whether they had this you know this long like year like years long kind of affair, you have no idea. But such this this, so intense a romance, whatever period of time that she felt the need to hunt him down and kill Mm -hmm. him because she couldn't bear being without him.
0: But, uh, okay, but yeah. you still see the power that he has over her
1: Yeah, because the minute like he does his whole speech about how he was wrong, and if he gets, he's like, "I love you, baby." Yeah, and like, um, and she, yeah, she like puts the gun. She down. puts the gun down. She gives him. They kiss, and then he drops her in the mud. Yeah. And they run off, <laughs> <laughs> he just pushes her over, and then they run off. It's like, let's go, yeah. just get out of there. Um, so you yeah, a bit of an unusual one, but no, that's cool. That's it's cool. um, yeah, it's really fun. It's a real twist on the whole romance because you never get to see it except yeah. for that one kiss, or whatever. Plus, it's like uh, like 80s Carrie Fisher, who's still like total babe and stuff. Mm, like, mm. um and coked up. Yeah, she, <laughs>
0: you can tell she's coked up in this one. Yeah. Mm.
1: So, um, so, yeah, a bit of... Yeah, I like that one. So, that's my number four.
2: Cool. To- oh, it's back to me, back isn't to it? You? Back to me in the studio. Well, my number three... Again, it's TV.
1: I feel like there's some crossover. Uh, yep,
2: yeah, most likely. I have Andy and April from Parks and Rec. Oh,
1: that's not on my list.
2: It's not. It's not. Oh, there you go. That's so, a yeah, great so choice. Andy and April. Um, and it's so funny because it's like, you see all this stuff on Tumblr um, that like makes little jokes about their relationship. And it's like, you know, um, when they, for instance, host the Halloween party. And mm. she's like, somebody's going to die. And then Andy's like, of oh, fun! <laughs> and it's like, this is the optimist in the relationship yeah. and the pessimist in the relationship. We should say, for
1: those who haven't seen it, it's Chris Pratt and Aubrey Plaza.
2: Yes. Um, and like, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza like plays a really sort of like dark and brooding sort of character. Like, she loves the macabre. She loves, um, you know, like being sarcastic. She's basically like a, a human version of Grumpy Cat, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, um, which is funny because Andy... she wanted to play Grumpy yeah, Cat. Yeah, The right. worst
0: movie of all exactly. time. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Um, and then Andy's just, like, you know, the human version of the most lovable dog. Yeah. He's yeah. just, like, dog. Like, they really are no a dog reason. and a cat. Yeah, that's there. exactly right. Um. And they're just so funny. Like, I just, I just think it's so great. It's they true. Like, it their
1: romance is really beautiful as well because mm. it starts, like, you see, like, when he's introduced into the show, he's dating, um, Anne, who's played by Karen Filippelli. <laughs> <laughs> um, Karen <laughs> I can remember, Filippelli. I couldn't remember her name. Um. Rashida Jones. Yeah. Uh, and you can even tell, like, yeah, I don't know whether it's, like, a poor cast or whatever, but you can just tell that they're not meant to be together and stuff in the start of the show. Mm. And then, like, when they finally... You can tell that, like, um, April has a crush on him, and then, like, he's single, but then, like...
2: he's too dumb to realise that April has a crush on him? And then,
1: then Anne kisses him, and then, yeah. like, there's all this, like, weird tension stuff. stuff. Um, and then, eventually, you know, they get together, and then they get married, and that's just... Mm. Ugh. Yeah, it's really good.
2: And they're just really funny. Like, you know, they're like, there's a scene where they're um they're in their house, and Ben, uh, one of the characters, comes to like um see if he can move in because he needs somewhere to stay, and um, they're both sitting in front of the TV eating like chili con carne from a frisbee <laughs> with like um a, f- a comb or something. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it is. And he's like, "Don't you guys have plates?" And they're like. No, and they're like, but this is really cute. Like, if we just share the frisbee, yeah. like this is what cute couples do and stuff
1: like that. <laughs> and like, they really... use their rent money to buy Xboxes and stuff yeah, and the marshmallow something. gun. Yeah,
2: that's exactly um, right. And she supports him like all these stupid things, and mm, and he like you know helps calm her down and stuff like that. So they're yeah, really good together. that's
1: a really good relationship. i Because mm. uh, I kept thinking of Leslie and Ben. Well, and then I didn't end up putting you know, them on my list we'll, either. We'll but... see. But um, yeah. yeah, that's a good pull, April and Andy. Mm. That's like that, that is the only reason anyone should need to watch Parks and Rec. If you like, if you can't think of a reason, just watch Chris Pratt and Aubrey Plaza yeah. for half an hour. Yeah,
2: so <laughs> like, just Chris Pratt. He makes that show so, so good. So
1: good, movie. yeah.
2: Like there's this one part. It's the completely improvised line, and it's just beautifully delivered. And basically, like Leslie's really sick. So, um, everybody's like, you need to go home, you need to go to the doctors and stuff like that. Just cause she's a workaholic. She's like, no, 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 I'm not leaving. And then Chris Pratt's on the computer and he's like, Leslie, it says you might have, um, internet connectivity, connectivity problems. Like, and like that whole line was just improvised.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and apparently like everybody on set just pissed themselves off. Yeah. Up yeah he
1: did so a lot like, of improv stuff on the show and got into trouble for some of it as well. Like really. so there's a scene really early on where he walks in naked and Leslie sees him mm. And so they kept doing the takeover and over again. Of course, they don't appear naked because it's a sitcom. Yeah. And they couldn't get it. Like, they just couldn't get the moment. So he didn't tell anyone. Yeah. And he walked out naked. And they got the reaction they needed. But he yep. was almost fired. Cause yeah. like
2: That's that, indecent. That, like, that's yeah. sexual
1: harassment, dude. Yeah, can't uh, do it. Right. But like, Amy Poehler went to bathroom and she was like, look, we wouldn't have got the scene without it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he's great. It. Like, everyone's great. And everyone's firing mm. all cylinders. Like, the, the stupid cop in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the one who arrested them in Florida... Do you mean like the old fat one? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
0: he's a main guy in, yeah, Bastard. yeah, yeah. Jerry. And he's the same kind of character. Just <laughs> not...
2: Larry.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. Your next couple, man. Uh so mine is James Bond and Vespa Lind from oh, Casino Royale.
1: Oh, I oh, really oh, struggle yeah. for movie ones, but that's a good one as well.
0: I just thought like she's the one who like she melts James Bond's heart oh, and mm. like uh, it's just such a good like the the middle third of that film when he falls in love with her to the point where they um he wins the poker game and they go on that yacht to like venice and stuff you just really feel like uh, like first time i watched that movie i'm like wow is this like the last bond yeah he's about to like he resigns yeah and just the way that she was like betraying him and you find out in the end it was like for love but like oh so good and And then his rage like after you know she dies and
1: like that like because that that film like feels like it ends and then there's like another half an hour yeah of like him chasing down those guys and then it continues into the next film as well yeah like, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately
0: not as, as good a film yeah. but yeah like, yeah um, um, like
1: that opening scene is like still him trying to find out what happened yeah <sighs> uh, yeah
0: so good I mean and e- um, Eva Green yeah so good always mm-hmm. great
1: like even in Miss Peregrine's like I yeah. watched that film recently I hadn't read the book so Tina didn't like the film as, that as much as the book yeah but yeah, I, I saw awesome. the film and I was like oh my god, am I enjoying a Tim Burton film for like, the first time in 10 years? <laughs> yeah. so I actually quite enjoyed it. Like, um, And she was, yeah, she's like she's great and everything. And Daniel Craig's great as well. That's another good call, man. You're picking these great movie <laughs> couples because I like, really struggled. And I think the thing is, because like, I think all of my on TV from now on, like I've hit all my movie ones, it's really hard to get a good relationship in two hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless it's like The Notebook or something. And I haven't seen The Notebook, so I was like, I'm not going to yeah. reference that. Um, so my number three, it might be considered controversially low, um, especially for this podcast, but it's Jim and Pam from The Office. Wow, <gasps> that is low. Um.
2: Some might say too low. Yeah. It might be, but
1: I'll, when you hear my other two, well, one of them you'll know, the other one you probably won't know, but. A
0: two of yours from the same show?
1: No. Okay. Um. The top one I think will bog your mind. Like it's such an obscure oh, wow, one. Wow. Yeah. But Jim um, and Pam. I mean, <laughs> it's
2: it's Michael Scott and Jen. <laughs> the worst couple ever. Um,
1: I mean, we we did a whole show based on this this TV show at one point. Um, it's such like a perfect romance. Like disregard season. I mean, you know, we even said like the end of the, like don't disregard season one. You can still watch it. Like there are definitely hints of their relationship in season one, but like season two onwards from the Dundies. To like, all the way through to like, Poker Night. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, Poker, um, Poker Night's, Nights is, the my favourite favorite episode. It's so amazing. The show. Yep. And then you have all of season three as well. Um, you know, Jim's left. And then they have that really awkward phone call about 28 days later. And then they misinterpret the, the hanging up moment. Yeah. And then he comes back and they're all awkward. And then you have the fire walk, which is one of my favourite episodes. Yeah. And then
2: just the opening the door and like, it's a date. Oh, that um, moment. Yeah. That's
1: one that's, of the best moments. That smile... Yeah. Yeah. And with the tears. Mm. is I would argue the best performances on television and mm. it's a single moment and I always, always, always water up when mm. it happens. Like, mm. I can't not yeah. almost cry from that moment. It's just so perfect and beautiful. And like, I'll even go and say that like in later seasons sometimes I get a bit sick of Jim Pam. Like, sometimes it's just some stuff. That I'm like, eh, like, But then like their wedding day is fantastic. Yeah. The whole saga where he goes out to sell the saber pyramid and that girl's trying to hit on yeah. him and stuff and like the
0: fact that he has to enlist dwight to like help him protect his yeah. marriage um but just sorry just to follow right on from that moment sorry go on so season four which was the Rider's strike season because it's a short yeah, yeah it's like weird like the first few episodes are hour long and stuff it's just yeah, a bizarre. Some, it's
1: it's not a great minimal season but that first episode Well, the
0: first two or three when it's like it really does feel like like the honeymoon period, like yeah. not everyone. So the first episode, it's still quiet, and yeah, like, they're sneaking around. Yeah, and it starts with them not being together, mm. and then like the video footage of her get uh, him getting into yeah. her car, yeah, yeah. and then when like they tell everyone, and like Andy's just like tuna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like those first few episodes,
2: and then like, and then Phyllis says something along the lines of like, you know, just because you're like yeah. sleeping with the salesman doesn't mean you can give him. Yeah. Of the, because yeah. It, well,
0: she walks into like, lunch. It, she walks into the lunch she's just like, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. He's like, oh, we're just eating. He's like, "Yeah," and she's like, oh, I couldn't see your hands. He's just, like, <laughs> yeah. just like on top of the table. Uh, I'm that's
2: sure, why we didn't tell anyone. Yeah. I'm
1: sure we'll like get into it more. Um, I feel like it's probably on both of your lists at some point. Maybe, <laughs> But um, yeah, like there's no way you do a top ro- like romantic couple list without bringing those to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, even like the first episode I ever saw actually of The Office was like years and years ago. We were away on holiday. And We'd never watched the show before, and it was, I think, Michael's birthday mm. the one where um, Kevin might have skin cancer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all we saw was like footage of them like running around like the shops with the trolls, like, getting like all the supplies and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if these I couldn't tell if there were a couple or not because I'd yeah. heard like about Jim and Pam, but I didn't know mm. what it was. I was like, I wonder whereabouts in the show this is because I didn't know it was so early on. I'm like, but you could tell like it was building and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even, I'll what, one more thing. I'm sorry because I just remembered it. That scene towards, it's in the last, I think it's the last season when they start having marriage troubles mm. um, and Jim gets the video of all the archive footage over the yeah. nine years. Yeah. Oh my God. Like another like tear just amount. like And
2: like the other moment, like where they're really at their worst and they're constantly fighting and he has to leave to go to Philadelphia and then he comes back and he just hugs her. Yeah, and she's just there like hanging mm. and then you're like oh my god oh my god, is she going to hang him back and then she just hangs him back mm. and it's like
1: oh. yeah. I think you're going to say it, there's another bit that I really like and this might be like a, a weird thing to like consider what it is, but they're having that argument and they're like you know what I've got to go to Philly or whatever mm. and then she's like I
2: think we should I think. She, I think, I think she's
1: she saying I think we should fight tonight mm. and I'm like because it's such a multi-layered mm. bit of dialogue people, I think everyone sees that mm. and like Oh, they going to have an argument. And I think what she's really saying is, no, we need to fight for our relationship. Yeah. It's, again, well, I'm already getting, like, worked it, up like, over it just, like, thinking about I
2: was, it. I always saw it more as, like, it's so easy to run away. It's yeah. It's so easy to just turn around and go, well, i got to go do this and then go yeah. do yeah. it. Rather than turn, like, it's you You got to work through it. And the only way you work through it is by fighting about it,
0: sort
2: mm. of. Yeah. Like, um, Oh, it's so
0: good. Yes. Rid-de-de-de-doo. <laughs>
2: Rid-de-de-de-doo.
0: <laughs> I'll lose my freaking mind. <laughs> <laughs>
2: definitely, definitely not Andy and uh, Angela planning their wedding. What about Angela Dwight and Angela. Right Angela. Yeah. That's
1: pretty All good right, right So here. my
2: number two is another Parks and Rec. It is Ben and Leslie from Parks and Rec.
1: Another good relationship. Yes,
2: absolutely. I... When I started watching Parks and Rec, that's when I got my crush on on um, Adam Scott. I, I was just suck. like, oh, so good. Isn't he just so good?
1: And this is such an unusual... Like, if you watch anything that Adam Scott is in normally, mm. he's quite often, especially early on when he first... Like, the same way Bradley Cooper did, he always plays kind of like the jerk roles. Yeah. Like, you look like stepbrothers. Mm. He's like a real jerk and yeah. stuff. Um, even... Oh, what's that film? Uh, I, I'm forgetting. Now I don't want to kill time mm. so but he played a lot of jerk roles but this is the first thing you see him like kind of play this insecure like nerd character
2: yeah it goes on yeah cones um, <laughs> of, of Dunshire. um and yeah just like those two are so perfect together and i just love how like you can tell that they're falling in love with each other but they can't because obviously he's her superior Mm. and all this kind of stuff like that and so she's like trying to not be attracted to him and he's trying not to be attracted to her and stuff like that and like all the stuff like when she's painted as the centaur and stuff like that and he's like peeking at the painting (laughs) and everything and just like oh i just love it and just everything about it's perfect like their their wedding was perfect um you know the whole i love you and i like you thing Mm. like that's really really cute um,
1: calculator
2: calculator um, and just they're, they're just fantastic
1: and they're, nerds they're both like Harry Potter
2: yeah you know and it's like <laughs> it's like remember when Ron finds out and he's like you guys dialed me last night and she's like and so he listens to the voicemail and it's like and this is how Theodore Roosevelt would kiss <laughs> Ooh, and this is how like Eleanor Roosevelt would <laughs> yeah. kiss and all this kind of stuff so yeah I think they're just a uh, really, really cute couple, mm. and they work together really well.
1: And even if they weren't like a couple, like they're just two like really great characters. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. And even like when they weren't together, um, they were just like awesome team, like mm. really, really awesome team. I mean, yeah. a lot of that comes from yeah, the the types of characters that they are. But yeah, no, they're they're really good, mm,
1: really good. Mm. Cool. Bang number two.
0: <laughs> uh... I don't think either of you have seen this movie, but Brian and Ariel from 5 to 7. I have. I keep seeing it on the shelf. I don't know what it is. It's so good. I okay. really recommend it. Um, so, Brian is played by Anton Yelchin, who died last year. Yeah, great actor. And Ariel is played by Bernice Marlowe. So, she's in Skyfall. Okay. She's the one that they put the glass on her head. You know how, like, she's in Skyfall. He meets her in the casino.
1: It's been a while since I've watched it. And then <laughs> they go to that
0: island where... Uh, where Harvey, Harvey about yeah. Yeah, so she's, she's the Bond girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so she's uh, quite a bit old. So she's mid-30s. She's the wife of this French diplomat. It's set in New York. It's an homage to a Woody Allen film. Sure. Way, which I, don't, I haven't really seen many of them, but I just know it is. Yeah, So it's really set in New York. A lot of walking around and stuff. Uh, and he's this like, young writer. And they just meet by happenstance. And... Um, five to seven is like this French term for like just a relationship where you just have sex outside of your marriage. It's very accepted. Oh, okay. So that's the time
1: mm. that mm. you
0: would do it, you know? Oh,
2: okay. Um,
0: and it becomes a lot more
2: at night or in the morning
0: in the, uh, yeah, in yeah. the evening. Mm. So, um, after you get, after you leave work, work before, you yeah, yeah, before you get yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like her French diplomat husband, who's, I don't know his name, but he's the Merovingian in the matrix. You know
2: who that guy is? Oh, yep. You know yeah, that guy. Yep.
0: yep. Like, is he the one that was married to like uh, Monica Bellucci. In the yeah, movie. In yeah. The, yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. the Matrix. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he he has one as well. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So it's sort of he he's it's really strange for him because what they're doing like he doesn't want to do it at first. and when he mm-hmm. finds out she's married, and um, and then he agrees. to and she starts to like ingratiate him into their family life like he turns mm-hmm. up in some family dinner kind of thing oh, okay. and it's quite awkward and stuff and he and he falls in love with her and mm. it's sort of it looks like it's more one sided mm. um and i won't spoil it i won't spoil it, cause the ending because the ending is like you like you is will it, be crying at the end is it a french film no, it's, okay it's i was wondering film. if it had like a more french ending than an american ending possibly it probably I don't know what a French ending is, but. Uh, they all
2: wear black uh, polo necks and. A lot of
1: French shirts. films, I mean, it does um, like tend to like lean more towards horror and stuff, but a lot of French films tend to have more realistic
0: endings. Yes, yeah, so it's a French mm-hmm. ending then. Yeah, like America is always kind of like, oh, let's throw some good old American yeah. hope in there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, but the, ca- the cameos are just so good. So, like,. Um, I think it's... You know that Frank Langella guy? Yeah, yeah. He plays uh, the main character's dad and he's got one of the best cameos ever. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I can't recommend it enough. One of my yeah, favourite movies. I'll check it out. And, yeah, once you see it, I, I genuinely think you would, you'd probably put that in your top five romances. like. Wow, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, my number two is not from the
1: live-action world. Um, I went with Homer and Marge Simpson.
0: Oh, wow, I never really? even thought of
1: that. Yeah. See,
2: I think their relationship is a horrible relationship.
1: <laughs> no, like, they definitely have their ups and downs. Mm. Like She does put up with a lot. She does. But she does, absolutely. But there's also, like, you have to think of, like, all the, like, sweet moments. He's like, a
2: whole I, new person, Lisa. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I think of, like, when, um, like, in the episode of Streetcar Named Marge, where mm. she's on the, you know, she's doing the play, and... Mm. Um, at, and like Homer not, not only doesn't support her he's not even listening he blames her like she's like I'm going to a play he's like what this is the first time and she's life. been telling him well, whatever and then Ugh. like um, he's always, like he's her inspiration to get angry on the show whatever and they get to that moment at the end where she looks up to the crowd, she sees him he's just kind of looking down in his lap and um, at the end of it like she's like you know what did you all think and he's like you know it's really really good and she's like don't lie to me Homer like I saw you you weren't even looking at me you were bored, and he goes, "No, it's just so sad because I finally understood what I mean, that character and like who you're playing." And I feel like that I was re-
2: excuse was a bit pathetic.
1: I feel like I relate to. I feel like I'm that guy in your relationship. Like that. This is just one example and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the amount of times like he comes through, and you see like the flat like the flashback. Like you remember how they had that one, the home video, and like, they're squished up with the hose and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think even with all the horrible things that happened yeah. to that family, mm. I think they've got a really strong,
0: beautiful relationship.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. What about the Valentine's
0: I'm... Day one where he drops from the planks like, yeah, and, like, he yeah. just swings <laughs> like, around. There's a like, yeah. so
2: nut in my eye. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it.
1: Um, and I don't think... Oh. and like, I don't, honestly don't think like Homer is a bad guy or, like, is... I don't think he, like, forgets about his wife. Mm -hmm. I think that he's just a very passionate and unintelligent person. So he gets (laughs) caught up in all these crazy shenanigans Mm. and unintentionally always makes things bad. But he really does love his wife and stuff. And, like, obviously she loves him and stuff. Um, So, like, that was one of the first couples I thought of. I'm like, these guys. And I love seeing them do couple stuff. Like, there was that episode where they parodied Catch Me If You Can and they just wanted to get a weekend away together, so they're travelling all around the world just trying to get mo. And then there's that, like, there was the naughty episode, if you remember, like... Oh,
2: where they're naked. Where
1: they're naked, and, like, they're hiding behind all the different, Yeah, and
2: I was like, I don't trust these guys, Moe. Yeah. Um,
1: Um,
2: What about the episode where she casts him out, and then he lives in the (laughs) treehouse, and he's like, it's your new mother! Kiss her! Kiss her! (laughs) And I've got a patch.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. And
1: um,
2: if anyone asks, she fell, right?
1: And like when um how he tricks her into dating him by saying he studies a test that he didn't or whatever. Yeah, that's uh, right. and like when he punches Artie because Artie to Like, there's Arty. so many great moments like where he really does shine. So mm. I think maybe they're kind of overlooked as a couple sometimes because A it is a cartoon and B he does so many stupid yeah. things, but um, I think they're really strong. Um, romance and even so they're one of my favorites so
2: I don't know I feel like she's like super repressed I mean maybe <laughs> but
1: I don't know you're not gonna change yeah. my vote okay they're number two so down a yep. number one
2: so we're down to number one I wonder
1: what you guys have put oh yeah, geez I wonder what my right.
2: number one is so my one number one is drum roll Jim and Pam
0: Should we do a combined number one then? I suppose so, yeah. Mine is also Jam. 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 J-Pam.
2: Also Jam. Um, I just feel like these guys really are like the perfect couple. Mm. Um, I much prefer Jim and Pam than um, the British office version. Tim and Dawn. Tim and Dawn. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, So I much prefer Jim and Pam. And just like, as we said before, like, you know, they just, they work so well together. Just that whole lead up um, into their relationship and then like all the little things like, you know, um, you know, the thing that Jim says about how he bought tickets. uh, He bought the ring like, you know, a week after they started dating or something like that. Um, And, you know, he should have planned to have started to gone out with her a lot. A lot earlier than that. Mm. Um, Just, just, just a beautiful couple. Just really well done. And like even just the actors, like their relationship in real life. Even though you know they have their own partners, just their friendship is really good. Mm. I think.
1: Air high fives. Yeah. All the pranking.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean, mine was. I could have just seen like literally one minute of like that when they're playing poker on poker night mm. and they're like at opposite ends of the table and like the flirting that's going on mm. and like that smile that she gives him when mm. he's like questioning her or when he's trying to go all in or something like that. Um, that's enough for me to make them like my number one. It's just mm. like the chemistry between them. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, so
2: not Pam and Roy?
0: <laughs> no, they didn't quite <laughs> make the Pam cut. Roy, no. What about when Roy started
1: playing the piano for his other girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. She's
2: got a way about her. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and just like even, even like yeah, when they're having like a shit time with their kids and stuff like that, and you know the family, and you know, um, um, Jim's not really lifting his weight around the house, like he's like you know leaving kitchen messy and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff like that, and you know, poor Pam's got kids ridden with lice and everything like yeah. that. Um, you know, it's just like what I love about it is that it's realistic. It's not just the fact that oh my god it's this beautiful relationship it's like yeah they have hard times as well Mm. but you know they love each other and it's just that beautiful quote that like Pam says about um when I when I was a kid when you're a kid you always think that your parents are soulmates um and then you know my kids are gonna are gonna know that that's true about Mm. their parents Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's really nice
1: Mm. Yeah, very very good Um, so my number one, yeah, so it's probably going to pale in comparison now because I don't even know whether you guys know who I'm talking about. Hopefully
0: you will. I'll get IMDb ready so I can...
1: Um, so my couple, my number one favourite on-screen romance is Hank and Karen in the show Californication.
2: Oh, okay. Ah, good reference.
0: Yeah, I I think you're, you're on the money there. Maybe not... And obviously, not as much as Jim Pam, but I didn't even think of them though. Have you you seen
1: all? You've seen, seen California
0: Not to the end. Okay, so. I've seen about five seasons. So,
1: Han- so David Duchovny plays Hank, who's a mid 40s writer, part time alcoholic, um, recreational drug user, and Karen is his significant other in as much as they never got married, but they do have a child. But at the beginning of the show, they're separated. Like, they're not together anymore. She's actually engaged to this other dude. Um, and he's constantly trying to belittle the dude and like win her back and all this sort of stuff. But he also knows that their relationship is kind of toxic because every time they get together, they can't make it last. And it's cause he's got a fear of commitment and all these mm. other things. Um, and then you throw into the mix that he inadvertently, unknowingly sleeps with her fiance's teenage daughter in the first episode, the first five minutes not only that, she's also underage. She's sixteen, isn't she? Yeah. So it's this this tension is building for the first three seasons, where you know that they've had this intimate encounter. He didn't know she was sixteen because she looks a lot older than that, um, and he didn't think to ask because it was just like this young fan who's had young fans yeah. I know all the time. Mm. Um, and so at the end of the first season, like you know, he he kind of wears her down and she, like, leaves her wedding and, like, they start living together again. But then, like, within a couple of episodes of season two, like, he's been drunk and foolish and they call it off and all this. is It's just one of these on-and-off-again relationships. Mm. But season three is is perfect. Like, the last few episodes of season three, like, they get it together. They move to, like, Venice Beach whatever. They're all there as a family unit, unit and they're about to move to another city, start a new life on the East Coast. And he's going to be a writer and she's going to get back into music and all this other stuff. And then he realizes that he can't pursue a new life with this woman, that he's loved his whole life, without telling her this horrible thing he did. Mm. And it's the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen on TV. Like every time I watch it, the I think they like played Rocket Man in the background, which is a really weird choice, mm. but it's such like a mellow, like soft song. Like the minute the the like the first note kicks in, I start crying because it's still in slow motion, and you see him like trying to confess to her, and this secret's been revealed to someone else as well, like, and they've made it public. Um, so, like, he's trying to explain to her, she's throwing things at him, the yeah. cops come and pull him away, and it's this really heartbreaking ending to what's meant to be, like, their great romance, because he made a mistake. I'm not saying it was a good mistake, I'm not saying a forgivable mistake, but, like, it, like he's stuffed up, and he, in trying to do the right thing, he's ruined his shot forever. And then you have four more seasons, yeah. and mm. then, like, it becomes an ongoing thing where, you're like, they're never going to get back together, like, she's never going to forgiven for this thing, but then, like, after a while, like, he starts focusing on being a father, starts cleaning himself up. And by the end of it, like, you never... Do you want me to spoil stuff or not spoil stuff? Go I won't watch it again. So, you never, ever see them get back together. Like, it's mm. never, ever confirmed. But the very last thing that happens is I think their daughter's about to get married. And they're on a flight together. They're on an airplane. And you just see, like, the sun starts to set. And it closes on them holding hands. And that's it. And that's the end of the show. So, it's mm. more like, things aren't terrible. Mm. They're just going to keep working at it, and it, I think it's a very realistic portrayal of a relationship, especially a a damaged relationship, one that you know probably shouldn't work, even if the people are right for each other. Mm. Um, and that show, like, it's so much more than like a raunchy comedy. Like a lot of people see it as that, but the emotion is so real. And then watching them try to be parents at the same time, and try and find you know li- like find time for their own love life as you know single adults. And then, you know, having to see their partners with other people when they're not together and stuff. Mm. It's really well done. Like, and again, like that scene, like, where he literally, like, is it, like, just, he puts it all out there. He's like, I've cleaned the slate. I need everyone, like, I need everyone know so, you know, we can be together. It's so heart wrenching. Like, it's, it's the toughest, like, three minutes of, like, footage maybe ever. Like, it's so, so tough and, like, heartbreaking. And you feel for the guy even though you probably shouldn't. And yeah. you want her to forgive me even though she probably shouldn't. Um, and just for that scene alone, I'm like, this is, this is like a real gritty, proper like love story, like done mm. right. And that's why they're number one in my top
0: five. Mm, yeah. David gritty. Duchovny is so good in that show. So good in that show. Like, uh, the one, like I don't really like their daughter. I don't. She gets better over time. Yeah. She's a little She's bit annoying. annoying yeah.
1: When she kind of becomes like all little angsty and stuff, she gets a little bit like annoying, but like at the start, I really like her. And then when she becomes... Much more adult. And, like, there's this great scene where, like, she talks to her dad about how, like, she lost her virginity and stuff. And, like, he should be totally cool with it because he's, like, this sex maniac in yeah. the show. But instead he has this real, like, proper fatherly moment where he doesn't know how to react and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Really good. Um, that was did, good. Did anyone have any honourable mentions for that? Yes. I just had a couple
0: that I just <laughs> thought of as we were doing I it.
2: I did.
0: Sure. Shoot.
2: So, my honourable mentions are Ali and Noah from The Notebook.
0: I haven't
1: seen it but that's yeah. the Gosling goose and yes. Rachel McAdams
2: yes absolutely so the notebook is a beautiful movie um, and just like the, uh, the relationship is really really good because um, he the the notebook if you haven't seen it I'll spoil it for you because I mean God it's like a 10 year old movie so um, but basically <laughs> the the story flits between um, this old couple in a nursing home um and uh the the man is telling the lady about this couple that he knew in the 50s um so the story flits between the couple in the 50s and the couple in the nursing home and then um you know the couple in the 50s you know they 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 had this beautiful summer romance and then you know she she moved away and and he was busy doing work and stuff like that and then she came back to town and she was engaged to another man and and all this kind of stuff and then she met up with with um, Ryan Gosling and then they had another fling and then they're like, you know, should we be together, should we not be together and all this kind of stuff like that. And it's just like this beautiful romantic story but the twist is that um, the old couple in the nursing home is actually them. Mm. Um, and so like the, the uh, Ellie, she has Alzheimer's. And so Noah, every single day, he tells her this story again mm. and again and again. And then for like, you know, at the end of the story for about five ten minutes, she remembers and they have this beautiful moment where they like dance together and stuff. And then she freaks out because she forgets. And then she's like, what are you doing? Who mm-hmm. are you? Call secure. Like, it's like so fucking moment, yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah um and so like that's just like absolutely beautiful and, I, and obviously it has like all those iconic moments like the scene in the rain and then there's like another scene and it's like what on do you a want leg. yeah what do you want what do you want sort of thing mm. um oh it's just it's just really good it makes I, me want to watch it
1: i found like, a common trend between like a lot of the couples we put up so not all mm. of them like there's definitely been a few that are exceptional to the rule but a lot of them are steeped in heartbreak and like yeah. sorrow and like the rebuilding. Of that's voices. what makes
2: it so romantic and yeah. in mm-hmm. Sort of thing like that. So that's my first honorable mention. My second honorable mention is Emily and Ninokomunpoa from, uh, from <laughs> Emily.
1: Yeah, they're pretty great as well. Yes.
2: Um, have you seen Emily? Yes, yeah, yeah. you have seen Emily. Yeah. Um, and I just love it because, like, these are two people who have never shared like a single word with each other, um, and they've just like you just, she's seen him from afar. Um, and she like develops a crush on him and all this kind of stuff like that. And he only like sees her in like the last little bit anyway. Um, but just like it's really cute. It's really cute between because she does like all these little like puzzle things for him to find her and stuff mm. like that. Um, have you seen Emily? Nope. Oh, okay. It's really good. I think we talked it's about it on our movie.
0: on our debut episode. I think we talked yeah. about it for Topzii's favorite movies. Um, yeah. And um, remember, I can't watch it because of her haircut. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and what she looks like short. on the front cover.
2: It's too short. Um, but, uh, and Nino Comonbois is a good looking guy as well. Bit of a big nose, but I, it suits him. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, like they're just a really like sweet couple. And so when they first went, when they finally, he finally follows all the clues to her apartment and he knocks on the door and she thinks he's not going to come. And he knocks on the door and she opens the door and he's standing there. And then she like, you know, she gives him a kiss on the cheek, I think it is, and then a kiss near the eye, and then a kiss on his nose or something. And then she d- she does, like, the points, and he does the same thing, and he kisses her in the same spot. Oh, it's just, like, cute. <laughs> it's really, really cute. So those are my honourable mentions.
0: Cool. Did you have any honourable mentions, Nick? Just a couple, yeah. Uh, Dwight and Angela were one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and...
2: His name is Garbage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Aren't <Argyle> you Garbage? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Mine was Goza and uh, Emma Stone from Crazy Stupid Love. I thought that might be the movie you were going yeah. to I still haven't seen that. So. That's It's probably, it's just one of the best, uh, like, rom-coms. I think that genre is pretty much done to death. But, yeah. like, everyone's, as you were, to you, quote you, everyone's firing. <laughs> yeah, on all cylinders. On all cylinders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, it's it's classic. Like, he's, like, this real, like... Like a Lothario like He's always at this bar Picking up women mm. And then he sees her And becomes really smitten But she doesn't want A bar of him mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's yeah. a little bit Similar to Lyle Land. Yeah so, It's definitely It's short as well So you can mm. it's, yeah
1: Pump it out in the night Like most movies I guess <laughs> Yeah mm.
2: um, Additionally There's also um You haven't seen it I don't know if you've seen it Nick What If Have you seen What If oh, the Dan, Dan Radcliffe? Radcliffe
1: And Zoe Kazan mm. No
2: That's good Their whole thing Is really good
1: as well I love Danny Radcliffe. Mm. I think it's one of the only Danny Radcliffe films I haven't
0: seen. I, I think really it's wanted his to.
2: Only rom com mm. as well.
0: When's it from?
2: It's from I think it's 2015 or 14.
0: I can't even find it. it. might be.
2: It's oh because you know what? There's two titles. So there's oh. what if, and then there's the other one as well. I'll just search for Danny. I can remember what Danny Rad's. Thing. Danny Rad's. <laughs> And so basically like um, he sees this girl at a party and um, he's like uh, smitten by her when he sees her and he starts talking to her and stuff like that. But she's uh, got a boyfriend or engaged. I can't remember. Um, and so he's like, well, I can't just, you know, like, turn around and walk away because then I'll look like a jerk. So they become friends and they yeah. become best friends sort of thing. And so basically yeah, a, um,
0: the F word Yeah, yeah, yeah. alternative title. That's well,
2: right.
1: Well, it's, it's got Adam uh, Driver in it as well. Kylo Ren.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. He play, There's a really funny, like, like, um, not, I can't remember if it's like Harry Potter or Star Wars foreshadowing, but there's something in it that's really quite funny. Um, and yeah, so basically they become best friends and then um, he announces to it. If I, uh, it's been a long time since, I remember, since I've seen it, so I might not remember it correctly, but he announces that he loves her or something like that. Um, and obviously throws a spanner in the works yeah. and blah 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 um, but that one's pretty good I wouldn't put that as an honourable
1: honourable
2: honorable mention mm. but that is a good yeah.
1: movie um, I only had one but I would like to agree with all your Parks and Rec ones and the Duangela one as well um, and it's kind of an unusual one because you really don't see much of their story at all but I think it's really charming and fun considering the circumstances it was actually the first one I thought of and that's Martin Freeman and Joanna Page as the porn couple in Love Actually. Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. them. Oh, like they're yeah. one of my favorite stories in because the, there's no like hate or spite or like heartbreak. They're just two people doing a job. that's having to be naked yeah. every day, and like they so natural and normal.
2: Five was total chaos. Like having totally the most mundane, boring rock. conversations yeah. while
1: they're like you know standing in for like you know as body doubles is, or, body yeah. doubles and stuff. Um, yeah, I really... And, like, they're just so cute. And, like, then they get embarrassed when they are trying to ask each other out. stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I really like them. Um, I was trying to think if there's anyone, like, in the superhero shows I liked. I mean, I guess Daredevil and Elektra instead mm. of Daredevil. Just what about
2: of... Barry and Iris? Don't yeah. you like them, James?
1: Because then I was like, well, what about, like, Jimmy Olsen and Supergirl? But even there, mm. I don't think they were played very well. I mean, I liked them both in that show, but they didn't
0: really play that romance for very long. Uh, I should have um, given an honorable mention to... Clark Kent and Lana Lang In. from Smallville. I haven't seen it, so... okay. That's Wait,
2: instead of Lois Lane, it's Lana Lang?
0: No, so Lana yeah. Lang's a different character. She's like the Gwen Stacy of the...
2: So he goes out with someone named Lara Lang Lana. and then goes... Lana Lang and, he goes
0: and then goes Lois out Lang. with someone yeah.
2: called Lois Lane. Yep. Mm.
0: Loves the elves.
2: And does she look similar to Lois Lana Lane? Lana Lang is
0: an Asian. Yeah. Okay. I would almost go... Um,
1: Maybe Barry and the girl who ends up being Dr. Light. I really liked their relationship but there was only Dr. a couple of Light. Do you remember the I think she was like the Asian girl in the flash. She was the one who was the reporter. Ah,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Really yeah. I really liked and their I relationship. And I would even say too. I liked his
1: relationship with the other girl whose name I can't remember. Remember the cop girl? Um in season Fakely, two? Yeah.
2: And then she just left
1: for some reason. Yeah. Like you never found out why I really liked them as well. But they're not they don't come anywhere near as close to like the stuff that I mentioned there, like wasting enough time to develop those relationships and those shows don't really focus on the relationships so much which I like I want to see them more fighting crime and solving you know, problems and mm. stuff um, so that's it that's our did it. big Valentine episode talked a lot about couples that's a pretty good list
0: I was pretty happy with all those yeah they were all pretty good weren't they
1: yeah and there's only like I think one crossover I think we, the only thing we all agreed on was Jim and Pam so mm. that's a, I mean
2: we had to oh yeah, yeah like
1: I knew the minute I suggested I'm like we're all going to say Jim and Pam yeah, yeah. But, um. It, and you
2: betrayed us by putting yeah. it too low on the list.
1: I mean, like, those top three. Why I th- do you hate Jim and Pam so much. <laughs> yeah. I think those top three that I chose, like, are all, like, shoulder to mm. shoulder. Um, but I was just like, the obvious one is to do Jim and Pam. And I think there's more interesting stuff about the other two relationships, which is why I put them higher. Like, I think Jim and Pam are, are wonderful and I love their relationship, but I think. Even though it is a very natural relationship like we talked about, I think there is a little bit of kind of
0: American Hollywood to their relationship. Like,
2: it's alright. You just hate Jim and Pam.
0: It's fine. Yeah, I mean I know what you mean. It's a very, mm. it's a very like blessed relationship. There's no, they never really have any trouble to like the last Yeah, exactly. And like, like, in, like realistically, they probably would have never ended up together because
1: they like she probably would have married. Roy. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like, cause you see those kind of couples all the time. People shouldn't have got married and they didn't stuff. Like, yeah. Um, but that's not to take away. I mean, I just almost cried talking about a scene from The Office like yeah. minutes ago. So, um, That's it. I don't know if you have anything to plug. I mean, we're all on Twitter still uh, and Instagram and whatnot, so you can find me at jameschalmer7 on all social media. Do you guys want to pimp yours out?
2: Yep, you can find me at Tina's Herring Beauty. I haven't posted in a while but I will be posting soon. Mm. Um, and uh, I'll be coming up with a Twitter for my Tina's Herring Beauty as well.
0: Nice. Uh, I think my handle is Olnofsky for both, so just mm. have a search for that.
1: Also, keep an ear out for uh, uh, the Dollar Squad that Nick is also hosting. Uh, yeah, haven't done an episode in in a little while now, have you guys? Uh
0: like maybe six, six
1: weeks. Yeah, so but that it's... last that last episode's great. Oh, really? um, Thank I li- you. I I was on it. <laughs>
0: oh, is that the last? Yeah. You know, oh, you know why? Because um, so we've recorded one since then. Cool. I
1: actually, listened to the, I did listen to the one I was on because I was like, I'm not going to listen to it. I did. I could see where there were cuts, but I still think it flows really well. But I think. I really mess with the flow of your show. I like, do you it. think? Oh. I was not like every time like,
0: they get onto a point or they're trying to segue, I interrupt. Oh, no, nah, I, did. yeah. I didn't feel that. But um, I, uh, we've, re- so we've recorded another one probably about six weeks ago and mm. it's been my job to edit it. Okay. But I've been so busy that like I've just, and it's kind of hard because ours, uh, we sit more like further away than we do here. So I don't know mm. if you do anything to ours or you just upload them and...
1: Um, I've been, I have. I haven't had to alter them too much. I haven't edited one since before I went away. Like I recorded um, a brand new show that's coming to the network very soon. I can't. I won't tell you too much about it just yet. But I recorded one on Saturday, a brand new show that's going to launch hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And I haven't even checked that footage yet. But I think it'll pop up all right. So all I do is adjust the
0: volume levels if I have to. But I don't cut anything out. Yeah. So well, that's what I'm doing. But it just mm. takes. It's. T- I'm listening to the whole thing, and it's. I can't mm. do much more than twenty minutes of recorded time because it. You know. By the time you go, you select your bit, change the volume and go mm. back. It turns into 40 minutes. Yeah, 40 I minutes. tend to um leave the onus. Like, I'll look, I'll see how it starts out. I do know
1: that our shows tend to start very loud and over time get quiet like because yeah. I think we run out of steam a little yeah. bit. Um, but so what I'll do is if I think it's quiet at the start, I'll, I'll juice it up a bit. But I tend to leave it on the onus of the listener because I listen to stuff that has audio problems. I'm like,
0: I going to crank it up for a bit. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Um, the problem we run into is like, we got one person who's got a really low voice mm. and the other person has a really high laugh, a yeah, very yeah, loud yeah. laugh. So it's like, if you bump it all up, yeah. you've got to blow out the speakers when Simon laughs. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's tough. But um, these are the, the the things we have to trudge through to bring that's right. unwanted entertainment yeah, to Yeah, that's right. No one's asked for it. Yeah. God damn it, we give it to them. <laughs> Um, so hopefully by the next episode, we'll have a new logo as well, guys. Just drop really? a bombshell. There, I've got
0: oh. someone designing one for us. I suppose the office one is a bit irrelevant now, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, it is.
1: Right. Um, I've got <laughs> I a,
2: spent so long on
1: that. It'll, will still We might as well just keep it. You'll see it pop up from time to time, uh, I'm I sure. didn't actually spend that long on it. But, oh, um, we'll have that. a new logo. I'm getting a mock-up hopefully sent by the end of the week, so we'll be able to... Yeah. Review that, and uh, as always, or as of now, as I said, you can contact us at pastheremotepod at hotmail.com. It's not a dying email address, it's fine. <laughs> I see it's my personal one, and it's a Hotmail one, so don't worry about it. Um, I don't know what we're talking about next time, guys. We'll have some more films to review, but I don't know uh, what the topic will be yet. We'll get there. Uh, but until then, that is Past the Remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me as always, Tina and Nick. Say goodbye, guys.
2: See you later. Bye, guys. Hi guys. Yeah. (laughs) Good
1: one. See you next week.